Hello, and welcome to episode number 63 of The Third Power. This is co-host numero uno, Anthony Antolo, and with me, as always, is co-host numero dos, Senor Usman. Oh, <laughs> is that my cue? Hello. No, <laughs> I should say someone else's name, oh. and then you should reply. Oh, you say like Roberts, right? Senor, like what, what's one of the worst names, interesting names you've been called when you've been on the phone with a client? Oh, uh, Reginald, that's a good one. Yeah, Senor Reginald. <laughs> like, hey, what's up? Hey, guys. So we are here finally for our Shadows over Innistrad preview, review, predictions, guesses, humor. Wonderings, musings, tangents, all in the same place. Your one-stop shop for all of that stuff. Nice. Aisle three, tangents. There you go. And four. And four, and five. Theremin's aisle seven. <laughs> so, so yeah, so we are here to talk about Shadows Over Innistrad. It uh, went from being what I thought was a pretty lackluster-looking set to the more I play with these cards and kind of examine them and see how they work to make, you know, I think we may have quite a few possibilities. So, yeah, it's a pretty, uh, I seem to say this a lot lately, but it's a, I think it just, it's a deceptively powerful set, which is yes. good. It is deceptively good. There are a couple ones that were very easy to identify. And then there are other ones that I'm seeing as I play them. It's like, Oh, this actually is much more powerful than it looks on paper. Yeah. So, so, uh, we will start today in this episode, like we do with every episode, with a crack-a-pack, and uh, we're going to be using Usman's Powered Cube. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, I shuffled it up. All right, so if you'll uh, you'll call, I'll type. All right, number one, Misty Rainforest. All right. Ah, there we go. Number two, Rakdo Signet. I, I see not a first pick in the future for Rakdo Signet. <laughs> no. Uh, Abbot of Carol Keep. Ooh. All right. Number four, Wrath of God. All right. Number five, Sacred Foundry. Oh, okay. Yeah, something. Couple lands here. Yeah, All right. couple. Some land. Demir Signet. <laughs> I, I see another. Not not so much. Not the Demir. Not feeling the Demir Signet. Number seven. Hey, it's a it's a new card. Asylum visitor. Oh, Ooh, okay. hello, new card. All right. Number eight. Uh, Gray merchant of Asphodel. All right. Or Asphodel. I don't know. That sounds right. How it's pronounced. Number. You can just say gray merchant. Yeah, That's fine. yeah. Gray merchant's cool. Uh, number nine. Palukernos world eater. All right. Number ten. Soulfire grandmaster. Soul. Fire. <laughs> nice. Uh, number, what is this? 11? Uh, yes, number 11. Den Protector. Alright. Yeah, we got some... Got some, uh, some solid values. <laughs> solid values, I like that. Number 12, Force Spike. I also see not a first pick yeah, not in its future. <laughs> Number 13, Colgon's Command. All 
right? Number, what is this? Four values is this, 14? Number 14. Fire Drinker Seder. All right, and finally. Hissing Quagmire. Wow. Yeah, it's got some stuff. Giggity, 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 giggity. <laughs> All right. So a bunch of value cards here. Um, so to me, while there are certainly good cards here, there's like one archetype card in this pack that I think really sticks out to me and is probably what I would go with. Hmm. Trying to think what and it's, and it's not a you know it's not an, an archetype like oh this is a like linear archetype or whatever it's just one of the strongest one of the strongest um, cards in this sort of deck. Oh, okay, and a deck that you it, like this is if you want to play this sort of deck you need this kind of card. Ah, is it Wrath? It is Wrath of God. There we go. It is just like well if you want to play a control deck. You gotta have the sweepers. And while some of these other cards are certainly very good, like, I think Soulfire Grandmaster is, is deceptively powerful, especially in Power Cube, where you get to do things like buy back ancestral recalls and such, and time walks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a little bit of a mana hurdle, but not that much, right? Yeah. It's just like, just two colors, really. Um, that I feel like, uh, I feel like Wrath is just like a nice, strong first pick, and like, and a you know, an ability to be used in a couple different decks, whether it be a a mid range deck, an artifact deck, a control deck, or whatever. Like, this is a, just a solid place to start for me. Nothing else really screams out to me. While I do like a a sack a fetch land, nothing else super screams out to me as, hey, do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I wonder if it would be worth a gamble to like maybe take. Like Abbott slash Fire Drinker Seder and like wheel the other one. We could probably wheel a Signet though, probably in this pack. Yeah, like you, you imagine the Fetchlands going soon, the Den Protector and the Soul Fire. People are going to jump on Coligan's Command because people love that card. I mean, it's a fine card, but like not something I want to be first picking. But you can certainly see people doing that. Yeah. And in an eight man, it's I mean, it's very possible you could wind up seeing uh, a Signet back out of this um, because you know both of the dual lands are going to go. Uh, and you have some other cards that, that can, I mean, you, or you could just like, you know, wheel the force bike too. Yeah. And that would be good. So, and just be like a typical blue, a blue white thing. So I certainly think there's a few cards you could be fine wheeling in this pack. Yeah. So, and like, you know, who knows, maybe people don't take the soul fire grandmaster and you get to take that instead. Like, yeah, like who the heck knows what's going to happen. Yeah. So yeah, let's go with that. That's kind of where I'm at with that one. Yeah. I like that plan. So, all right. Well, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, like, I don't know, like, maybe I would have, like, Abbott slash, I don't know, but I tend to like the Wrath slash Wheel, Soulfire, or Force Spike, or a Signet, and I, I don't know, I mean, I, I think, like, Abbott wheeling a dent, like, a whatever, Fire Drinker Seder is a good plan, too, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like I like that. I like the wrath. Yeah, you could definitely add it into fire. I think add it into fire drinker. Unless there's another uh, red aggressive deck, then you're going to miss out on the fire drinker because uh, they're. Pro- I mean, unless they're black red and maybe they take Hologan's command. Yeah. But I, I feel like I'm always fine taking the one drop just to make sure my deck works the way I want it to work. Yeah. So if so, if someone else is red, you're definitely. If someone else is red aggro, you're probably not getting the the fire drinker. But 
unless someone else is committed to it and really knows how to to build it with just like the super heavy low end where, you know, you might have Coligan's command and fire drinker, but you really just have to like bite the bullet and take what seems like the ostensible, the, the less powerful card mm-hmm. because you just need to make your deck work. Yeah. I feel like that's a, something that people could do a lot. is just what I've taken Coligan's command. Cause it's like the splashy card and Hey, this card's really good in modern and Hey, this card's pretty, you know, it's just a really neat card and awesome. We're going to take it. And then, you know, they they may have a turn one where they don't you know have a one drop I like pass right I like land I like awkward land go mm-hmm. you know so and just wind them behind but you know people are pretty smart nowadays I think you know people draft on moto enough that they they for the most part know how this stuff works yeah, yeah that's true so well uh. Let's talk about Shadows over Innistrad. So just for the record, months ago when they announced it, I made the sarcastic comment on, I think, I don't know if it was Twitter or somewhere, where I'm like, dur dur, I bet you uh, Emrakul's the Shadow over Innistrad, dur dur. Well, I mean, it, he still could be the Eldritch Moon or whatever. Or she, right. I don't know what. Right, still, st- I mean, look, all these things are mysteriously growing tentacles. Yeah, I don't know, like... They came as three. <laughs> I was about to say, I wonder if the they came as three is like, like say, Emrakul, Merit Lodge, and like, Nickel Bolas or something. A red herring. Yeah, I don't know. But you know, also the, the, the change in block format from three sets down to two sets, this is where that happened. Yeah. Where they went from three set blocks to two set blocks. It, this would have been set number three. Yeah. In uh, Zendikar. So, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just uh, uh, story wise, I'm gonna just wait till whenever. Yeah. But. I mean, they've, and they've done a really good job with all the story stuff and all the flavor stuff, by the way. Yeah, this set is rife with flavor, by the way. Yeah, it's quite. Uh, There's some really. I've, I've gotten to draft a couple of times, and it's 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 a lot of fun for me to even just like read the cards and like, oh, this is really cool. Like, check out this scarecrow that when it dies, it comes back as equipment because they get to wear the scarecrow's arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. You know. Yeah, I thought that's cool. Yeah. Or like the uh, the town gossip monger like hears rumors and then becomes angry. Yeah. Like that's there's a lot of cool flavor. Yeah. Yeah, neat stuff. So, well, hey, uh, in our typical Wooberg fashion, and we get probably the easiest, yeah. <laughs> most ridiculous card in the set right off the top. Yeah. It's kind of like going through the image gallery, you know, just like what double face first and then whatever. Yeah, this card's stupid. Like, come on. So I, I don't even know if we need to talk about it that much, to be honest. Uh, yeah. We're, for those of you who haven't figured it out, we're talking about uh, Archangel Avison. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's so stupid. Like, if four four flash flying vigilance, and should we read it? I assume we, I assume we read it uh, per SOP. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everybody knows what it is, but, you know, th- three three white-white for a 4-4 four, four flash flying vigilance. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, creatures you control, not other creatures, all creatures you control gain indestructible until end of turn. But when a non-angel creature you control dies, transform Archangel Avacyn into... Now, it happens during uh, the next upkeep. Uh, transform it into a 6-5 flyer that when it transforms, it deals 3 damage to each other creature and each opponent. Yeah, like, sure, just... <laughs> sure. 
Right. <laughs> like, okay. Okay. So, uh, Sarah who? Yes, poor Sarah Angel. I, I, I wonder if, like, one of these days, like, with this, if they're gonna make, like, a absurdly powerful Sengir vampire. Because, like, this is the set for it. But oh, I guess you right. could. I guess you could argue, like, Drana, the original Drana was, but Drana is nowhere near as pushed as Archangel Absent, which is... Yeah, although to be fair, like, Drana was virtually unbeatable at common in, yeah. in that draft. It was, like, a whopping two commons in the entire, like, set that, that killed her. Yeah, in the limited format, it was, yeah, pretty much like, okay, I, um... <laughs> and one of which required you to have five mana or whatever. Yeah. Or, right, five mana. So, you know, it's... This card's absurd. Yeah. I I think it's... I don't know if it's as good as Baneslayer, but, like, I'd probably say there's a lot of... White fives aren't super deep. And it'd be very hard for me... If I was to see this not in somebody's cube, I'd be quite surprised. Right. The, yeah, the only thing keeping it out of mind right now is the ridiculous price tag. Oh, geez, yeah. So... uh. Eventually, when I'm able to obtain one, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll certainly jam it. But yeah. good lord, this card is ridiculous. Like, I mean, it could, you know, if you're running out of space for like white fives, I mean, it could, it could push one of like the token maker fives out. Yeah, like Cloud Goat. Like Cloud Goat, or there's the one that makes flyers too that has vigilance and you get its power and toughness are equal. Uh, Geist Honored Monk? Yeah, Geist Honored Monk, yeah. Like, because this card's really dumb. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I remember when it first came out there was some fear of like it dot like it can wrap your own board, but that's that requires a lot to go wrong. <laughs> right. It requires a lot to go wrong. It's going to happen over multiple turns, and the the thing is is that you can set it up to have it be in your favor. Yeah. Or like, just there's a way, you know, like if you have any sack outlets or you have ways to like intentionally let things die, like Okay, here it comes. Yeah. We're just like, how am going to chump attack in these things? It's like, okay, cool. You want to block my Rabble Master token guy? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Go ahead. Right. Well, I guess it kills your Rabble Master, but I mean, who cares? Yeah, just you kill attack him. with your Rabble Master too. Like, whatever. Yeah, just kill everything. Yeah, this card's stupid. Like, yeah, and a lot of the times, is like, casting it for five mana for four, four flash vigilance is pretty great anyway. The first time, the first time I played it, I punted because it was versus an opponent who had an active shackles. So I was like, "I'm protect my board." Wait, ah, Crap. I was like, "Wow, this card's so good." I punted. Yeah, this card's absurd. Pretty, pretty easy inclusion. So yeah, find room for it. Certainly. Yeah. So, what do you want to talk about next? Uh, I mean, I, I you know I highlighted some cards that I'd like to talk about. But if there's ones that are not highlighted that you'd like to discuss that you think could be uh, could make a significant impact, then by all means. Yeah, yeah. Like I wish Hanware Militia Captain was had a better front side, but two two for two on the front side's a little meh. Mm-hmm. Gossip Monger, I think, is actually not bad, but like it can't attack for two, but like att- after that, it starts attacking for two, which is nice. Sure, sure. But it's kind of like second tier. Right, exactly. It's. I mean, maybe it's something for you know uncommon cube. I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's an easy. It's an easy. Probably a pretty easy inclusion in non non rare cubes. Well, like I just feel like the the tempo loss of doing all of that, of like playing him, waiting for it to live a turn. Having to having to play another one and then 
it, I, I would feel different about it if it was like the old, uh, the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde card that would untap when it flipped. Yeah, I'm surprised it doesn't, honestly. Like that, then I might have been interested, but the fact that it doesn't, it doesn't do that is, uh, is a bit, is a bit kind of, so, not, not but a lot of these flip cards are really neat. Like they made, yeah. they did a really good job on a lot of these flip cards. Um, yeah. anyway, uh, I, I kind of, okay, so I kind of want to talk about always watching. Yeah, so I, <laughs> the funny thing with this card is one of our cats, like pretty much always is like always purring, and I was like, hey, I told my girlfriend I was like, hey, this card is all, it's it's you know that cat's card is like always purring, and she's like, that's a bit of a stretch. I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of surprised because you've usually been kind of lukewarm on on anthems. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a super huge fan of anthems necessarily. Um, there are some that I like because they have like multiple usage on them, but the f- like. The vigilance to me on this one is what really strikes it for me. Yeah. Cause like, you know, so we all know what it's, what it's like to, to play, a, you know, how backbreaking it can be to play the original Ajani, make all your guys bigger. And that first attack, the fact that they're bigger, they attack and they can play defense is so huge. Yeah. And you basically get that here. Now, granted, it doesn't affect your token creatures, but unless you're playing like a low end token, you know, that kind of stuff anyway. And if you're playing token strategies really heavily, you probably have a bunch of other anthems that you can play as well. Yeah. Um, but like this, you know, I don't push tokens really hard. So this is uh, appealing to me, like as much as like a, you know, uh, like glorious anthem is close to me for me, but like this one, the fact that you get the vigilance is what makes me want to try it. So, yeah, I definitely like this better than Glorious Anthem. Same. Same. Yeah, I, and also think it's interesting. Like, and I think Glorious Anthem's close. So if this one's better, then this makes this means it's closer, which means I need mm-hmm. you know, which means I need to check it out. Yeah, I do like how it, uh, you know, when you're when you have low to the ground stuff and you're in a situation where you're kind of closing the game out, but sometimes you need to hold guys back to chump blocks mm-hmm. so you're alive. Like this helps with that too, which is kind of cool. Right, right, right. When you get into that situation where you need to send guys around their blockers knowing that one of them is going to die. Yeah. This allows you to just do that much more freely and not worry about dying on swingbacks. Cause at least you have your guys can, you know, can chuck Benaric it and uh, play offense and defense. So would you play this in like a mid range deck with like worm coil engine? I- yeah. If you have, if you, I, I think if you have enough stuff that gains the benefit of this ability, you could, I'm yeah. like, I think if you have like stuff like, or like early like value like so things so let's say you have early value things like Knight of the White Orchid and like Wall of Omens or I mean Wall of Omens maybe not so much but like just like a bunch of value guys or like you know like I've I, in control mid range decks I play a you know I, I play the heck out of like the uh, the one one that makes a three three golem for three. Why can't I think of that? Oh, Blade Splicer. Like, Blade Splicer is a perfectly, is an absolutely great, like, mid-range white card. Mm -hmm. And, like, granted, this only pumps the, you know, the the one one to become a 2-2, but, you know, like, there's just, like, a bunch of different, but now you have, you know, a 2-2, you know, uh, guy that can attack, or there's a bunch of, like, little value dudes you can play, um, that benefit greatly from this, and, like, let alone if you're playing something like, 
if you're still playing a pristine angel or a dragon lord ojitai or like oh, things yeah. like that that gain this that gain the benefit of being untapped like there's just additional uh things to do with it um i think you certainly could uh i'm trying to think of other like knight of the white orchid uh i found one when play, i was you know or uh i found one when i'm looking through my cube now the uh, hanger back wa- hanger back walker <laughs> Yeah, except for, you know, when it breaks into pieces, it doesn't get bigger, but at least you can attack with it and still tick it up and make it bigger. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or, you know, uh, core sanctifiers or, you know, uh, the 2-3 flyer that you bounce a thing to your hand. Yeah, yeah, Scott Control. Or even, like, Nighthawk. Nighthawk in that yeah. absurd. It's like, I'll attack for three. I'll block and gain more life. Yeah, so, the, you know, I think there's a, just a bunch of ways. To, I think you can certainly consider it. And, and the fact that you get to play, that your guys are bigger to play, you can play a little bit of offense and defense, I think is, is a, uh, is a, a boon. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's really good. And then, right, being able, if you have anything like large that can play offense and defense, like, I think that's, you know, especially, like, obviously something like this in like Wormcoil Engine is absurd, provided it doesn't die. Yeah. Like, all right, seven. Right, and then also have it back on defense for seven. So, yeah. Okay. I'm looking forward to when we get more good creatures with activated abilities, like Looter Jace, because like that and like a tapper is pretty absurd too. Oh yeah. We like, like de- uh, declare it as an attacker and then tap it to tap their guy, to mm-hmm, tap their blocker yeah. or whatever. So right, yeah. so you get like little, you get you know little uh, extra value on that too for for guys that have those sorts of things or like, you know, like, you know, the aforementioned, uh, hangerback walker, like attack. And then you can pump it in combat mm-hmm. still. Yeah. Or just cast it for zero. And then, so you say, yeah, but it's got, a, this seems like it's very good. So I, I don't know. I like it enough that I'm interested in trying it. How's that? Yeah, I agree. I like it. We think of, I don't know, bygone Bishop. When I tried it out, it was, the the thing that kind of was not awesome about Mentor the Meek mm-hmm. is it was like when when you were firing on all cylinders it was really good mm-hmm. but when you weren't it was just like and this right and that's the way that's exactly what I was going to mention was like Mentor of the Meek this reminds yeah. me of a lot of things I didn't like about Mentor of the Meek so that's yeah. kind of exactly where I was going with this I don't like the the tempo loss from cracking clues isn't wasn't so bad but it was mainly yeah it's just like and here's a Right. I mean, and it's not, like, and it's not necessarily a tempo loss. It's just like, hey, when I have some extra mana laying around, I just get to draw cards with it. Yeah. Uh, however, I do like the thought, anyway, of having clues in play when you play something like Tangle Wire or uh, Smokestack. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do like that thought a little bit. So I'm kind of curious to see where that whole thing goes. But this is kind of one of those interactions I kind of dig, or you know, or uh. You know, a uh, Talarian Academy, or yeah, I was actually thinking that, like, or a P and Kieran the Lar, or you know, there's like there's all Whirler Rogue, right, right, right. There's all kinds of like, these like little side benefits that man, if we get some aggressively costed like what's his name makers, clue makers, like maybe we get to do something with this, like something to keep mm-hmm. keep an eye on down the road. So that's kind of yeah. the way I feel about it. So I like it. We think of. Uh... Declaration in Stone. Okay. So this card, when I first looked at it, was like, okay. I kind of dig this card. 
I might kind of suck to give him a clue or give him an extra card later on, but I think it's good. And it's a sorcery, so okay, like I'm interested. And then I played a little bit, and this card's absurd. Cinnamon Stone. This guy's this card's really good. Yeah, it's like I, I would consider this to be, you know, for those of you who may still be playing things like uh, Journey to Nowhere. Yeah, I think that's the most direct comparison too. Is just like. How personally do you like this compared to Journey? Uh, light years. This card's really, really good, and it's and it gets rid of a lot of things that there's no danger of getting things back. Anytime you cast it, you here's the thing: you don't care if they have a clue because you got rid of this thing that was really bothering you, which is why you cast the spell in the first place. Yeah, I was like, oh no. So who gives a crap if they have a clue? Like, is them spending two mana and having a random card better than the thing that you just got rid of? I would say vast majority, no. Yeah, not really. So, yeah. done and done. And, like, this also has just, like, the, the, the token blowout potential where you just get to sweep someone's board. Yeah, and they don't get clues. So it's just, like, get wrecked. Yeah, nice Hornet Queen, buddy. Right. Nice Hornet Queen, nice Bitter Blossom, nice, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. It's gone. Get out of here. I mean, yeah, like hitting token or token creatures mm. with this is just like so money. Yeah. You get them stoned out. Ooh, you I could you could also get a uh a uh the three three golem that makes two three three golems. Ooh. A precursor golem? <laughs> yeah, how does it? Wow. Get them all out. You get one clue. Enjoy it. Wow. Huh. That's nifty. So, I don't know. There's, granted, that card's subject to a lot of BS like that. But, you know, the, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, this card is, this card's pretty awesome. It's nifty. It is pretty awesome, and it is just fine being a sorcery speed. Yeah, I would assume instant it would be pretty Oh, ridiculous. if it were instant, no, it'd be. <laughs> It would be completely absurd. No, no, no. This is real nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. We think uh, the rest of these cards, like top, like uh, Thraben Inspector, I have a feeling it's better than people think. Yeah, Thraben Inspector is a good card. And like I said, I, I kind of like it, because, you know, what I was relating to earlier about the, you know, maybe a little more aggressively costed guys to come with um, clues. I mean, it's a one-two, so it's not super exciting. But if there's a way that you can interact with clues, I think you're in a good spot. Um, Talia's lieutenant is real. If you're a human theme person, this is an auto include. I'm pretty sure that's like, like the payoff card. If if there's well, it's like champion of the parish number one. Champion of the parish is probably the number one card, the human card, and this is this is this number two. Is number two. I'm pretty sure I like this better really? than really? yeah. Like it feels like it has a lot more flexibility than than champion. Like champion, I think is pretty linear in what it does. Right. But but I feel like this is certainly allows you to go wide a lot better. That you're right. Just, that may be the case. I just feel like if there's if I get to pick a card to start my humans deck, I'm probably picking champion of the parish just because it has the highest. You know, if we're an aggressive deck, if we're doing this. This is this is kind of where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they play really well together. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> They're BFFs. But uh, if you're if you're running a human tribal, if you have that as part of your package, which I think is reasonable, 
I think there's certainly there's enough of them out now, especially with this set, that you could you could go that way. Yeah, I mean it's pretty much tearing up standard right now at the white human deck. Yeah. And by the way, as a as a as a look back on, uh, I think Reflector Mage. It, 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 that's another card. Once I got to play with it some, I think yeah. Reflector Mage is a card people should be. I don't know. I, I don't remember how fondly we spoke of it last time, but yeah, that, I card's, don't that card's way better than I thought it would be once I got to play with it some. I feel like we were pretty pretty like stoked about it, but gave like the the usual rider if it's a multicolored card, so blah blah slots blah blah. Yeah, that card's real good by the way. Yeah, it's, it's I, I underestimated how annoying the can't recast it part is. Mm-hmm. It's like, and nope, sorry, you can't do that. So, nope. I, I certainly underestimated that part of it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I like the the wrath, the the six mana wrath that gives you a a guy left over. Nah. It's just meh. Like yeah. I like the, the my my six mana wraths need to do more than that. So yeah, they need to they need to do that and not be conditional. Like come on, right. <laughs> come on, Magic. Exactly. So Toppelgeist, like that's a card I really wanted to like because it's like the cheapest of that effect. Mm-hmm. But we kind of had these weird board states where we were like curving out, and sometimes it was just a Suntail Hawk. Right. And I was like, right. This... And Suntail Hawk is just not exciting for anyone. I mean, honestly. It felt like with Delirium, it was pretty easy to get to two or three, but getting to four was pretty hard, unless you put a lot of effort into it. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, I just you just really don't. Right. But yeah, it's 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 okay. But I think we got a lot of good ones now. So you probably a few years ago probably, but like right now, nah. Yeah, yeah, we're we're pretty flush. Yeah. We think of uh, is there any other white cards? You can no, think of? I, I don't think the, there's any more exciting white stuff. But there's you know there's quite a few there's quite a few nuggets there, depending yeah. on how you run things. So Archangel Avison, jeez, yes, yeah. <laughs> Archangel and Declaration in Stone is like yeah. a pretty good one-two punch for two cards yeah. in the same color for uh, a cube edition from one set. So that's my punch sound. <laughs> all, all, all you whiteies out there, he did not complain. There you go. Ow. Remember, like, Ow. remember, remember years ago, like before, uh, Ow. before Lorwyn when white was like really bad. It felt like mm-hmm. like they were doing like a really long apology for masks right. block and how stupid rebels were. They're like, sorry, no, we won't. Oh, path. That's cool. Right. Okay, yeah. We can, path was we can... like the beginning of it. It was like path. Ooh. It was actually it was like Elspeth. Ooh. Path. Yeah. Elspeth. Ooh. Path. <laughs> and then it like was uh, game on. Revelark. Well, it was like Revelark. Cloud goats. Mm-hmm. And like some of the linear Kithkin stuff, but yeah, like Path and yeah, Elspeth, gee, is <laughs> so dumb. So, all right, well, Blue is next up on our list. N- not a whole lot of interesting cards. Um, yeah. Not a you know, not really interested in milling cards. Um, yeah, cards. Thing, like, thing of the Ice is certainly interesting if you kind of have like the spells matter thing going on. Hey, welcome back. Uh, we had a minor. And by minor, I mean not so minor technical issue. And uh, this is uh, take two. There you go. Take two action. Sky- take Skype. two. One point five. Take two. Take take legacy. Is that like type one? Take one point five. Oh yeah, yeah that yeah that works. <laughs> take take extended. Take, take one point x. Take take a uh, bad format. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> take take standard. <laughs> take two standard. That's extended. <laughs> 
It's take two extended. So, all right. Well, we uh, we left off at uh, Thing in the Ice, which yeah. is a blue card that I wanted to to, to briefly mention because, uh, you know, again, you know, I, uh, I I don't test a lot of cards in cube. What I do is, you know, a lot of times what I do is there, there are cards that look very obvious to me, and I'll put those in, or cards that I want to try. And then there are cards that I kind of, you know, get convinced about by seeing them get played a little bit. And I got to admit, Thing in the Ice is a little intriguing to me, but I'm not convinced yet. Yeah, I, I I feel like it's a a nice payoff for going into like making a deck where it's more instants and sorceries. Like I don't tend to make spells matters whatever decks, sure. but it's usually just like it gives you an incentive to just do that rather than just like here's some mana rocks and some wraths and some. Well, right. Well, but it and and it but it fits like very naturally into just like a blue control shell, right? Like especially like a a counter spell control shell, like, you know, uh, something like a draw go, where you're just like, well, here's this 04. So, you know, yeah, we'll just get to block some guys with it, and we basically get to gain a bunch of life, effectively. Um, but at some point, like, you might be able to set up a path where just like in a turn or two that you might just flip it, bounce everything, and attack for nine. Yeah, that's and true. And then, like, you now have a finisher that you invested two mana in a long time ago, and now you have a 9-7. Wait, why are you talking? Like, I was gonna say why. T- I think it's a seven eight, right? Oh, I don't know. Whatever big it is. Yeah, it's ginormous. That's how big it is. You know, a million, a million for all intents and purposes. Like, yeah. By the way, can I just say how much I hate when people say all intensive purposes? Oh like, yeah, that yeah. doesn't even make any sense. Like, intense and purposes. I don't know. Well, it's mainly just autopiloting. It's just like s- seeing. Excuse some- me. While I kiss this guy. Yeah, it's mainly. A lot of it's just autopiloting, like seeing something like that sounds right, but not actually thinking about what the phrase means. Yeah, it'd be nice for people to think. That'd be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I know I ask for a lot. I know. But, but you know, about thinking, like, I, I kind of want to try this card now. Like, you know, an 04 wall is, is you know, uh, the right number. Granted, we're not drawing an extra card with this, a la Wall of Blossoms. We're not, you know, generating extra mana with it where we can't redirect even though uh, Spellskite does not get bounced. Yeah, because it's a horror. Because yeah. it is a horror. It has little, little itty-bitty teeth, if you look very closely. Itty-bitty teeth. And it doesn't have Defender, so when you put so some right, pants correct. on it. yeah, Right, right. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I'm intrigued, and I kind of want to try it. But I kind of don't want to go out of my way to try it. I just kind of want to... Here, stick this in your deck. You know, kind of like a whoever's the blue control player, like a spell control player, just like, hey, put this in your deck, like sub it out for something and, and try it. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm curious to see if it works out. Yeah, I'm trying it. I just haven't gotten a lot of reps of it. But sure. it's one of those things where it's also kind of interesting where if you have a couple counters off of it, where suddenly the opponent has to respect the fact that you can flip it. If it's that one counter especially, it's just like EOT Fof. Right, well right, exactly. Well, even just two counters, like two counters is, is something that can be very easily turned around as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so, that's really cool too. Especially if you're playing a second color like red. Oh. Or a yeah. third color like red. Where you're just like, eh, bolt this thing, do this. Oh look. <laughs> Here's this guy. Here's this enormous duder. Oh, and pick up your things. Yeah, oh, just that. And, and take approximately half your life total. Yeah, just get punched. So, punched get wrecked. Nerds. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Nerds. 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 
So, will you stop attacking the computer screen, Wackadoo? No. <laughs> the 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 cursor is moving on the screen. So my somewhat recent cats, my new cat since the last uh, podcast we have is a big fan of. Uh, she watches the TV a lot and will attack the basketball. Like oh, people are, nice. we were watching the basketball game. She's like, <laughs> "There's a basketball!" Boom, 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 boom. Like attacked it. She uh, also has a an intense dislike for Vanna White. What? Oh, she, she got, tries Vanna to attack White her. The TV, yeah. As she walks back and forth, she's like, "Get, get, stupid Vanna White." Yeah, I know what the letter is. I'm gonna no, no, your go. stupid letter. No, get, stop, stop turning the letter. Stop it. So, uh, anyway, uh, blue cards. Yeah. How about uh, what do you think of Epiphany in the Drown Yard at the Drown Yard? Other than sounding like it should be the name of like a rap or a metal album or something like that. There you go. Yeah, in the earlier take, uh, we were talking about uh, Leviathan by Mastodon, that uh, Moby Dick concept album. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, that was, that's a nifty album. But and I also mentioned Birthday, Death Day. Yeah, yeah. That was like a good one. Like that was that's a, that's a classic. There you go. But yeah, I, 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 like I, uh, I tried it out because it seems like they don't want instant card draw to be good, but it feels like when they mess up, they do it here with these kind of things. I try to agree. It's like, it's the eight mana. This card's going to be terrible. Uh-oh. This card's uh, gone. Oops. It's only one. <laughs> oops. Oops, lol. It's just one. Uh, I, oops. When I was trying this card out, it felt just like one mana too expensive, and it wasn't so much the whole, like, your opponent gets a choice thing, because whatever, just, you know, shrug. It happens. Mm-hmm. But it just felt, like, a little bit too expensive at, like, the early parts, and the real payoff was when you were casting it for, like, eight or something, or maybe, like, right. six. And I was like, that's a bit pricey. It kind of reminds me, in a way, of, Sphinx, of Sphinx's Rev, where, like, you can cast it early, but it's kind of bad, but you can do it in the later stages, and that's your payoff. But, like, honestly, is that, you know, at least, like, Sphinx's Rev could save you. This is <laughs> right. kind of, like... Sphinx's Rev is actually just nuts. Yeah. And, you know, that I, I, I'm sure I underrated quite a bit. But Sphinx's Rev is actually nuts. Yeah. But this is like, yeah. Like, I... Whenever I get around to making final cuts in my cube, for context, I think I have, like, 60... I think it was, like, 61 or 60 blue cards. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm have room for it. Even though I think mm-hmm. it's a fine card, but, meh. Yeah, I, I like the fact that it... Uh, one, I like the fact that it scales. Two, I like the fact that it's X plus one. Yeah, yeah. So for two mana, you can probably guarantee yourself a card, so at least it cycles for two mana, yeah. which is the correct price for cycling, right? And when you when you cycle, you actually get your choice of two cards instead of one. Hmm, yeah. Right? Oh, because yeah. they're certainly not putting them both in one, you know. They're certainly not giving you, you know, you're just like, here's two cards. Well, I guess they get the choice, but, you yeah, know, whatever. regardless, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're getting to look at two different cards necessarily, but... Like I said, the the plus one, the fact that it's X plus one, is makes it intriguing to me because it never feels super dead. However, blue spells are really really good in cubes. Yeah, really really good. And I I I'm I feel like this is on the outside looking in. Although you know, if someone would were to play it, I don't feel like it would be embarrassing. Yeah, I'd be like, I feel like this is a great card for like modern face only cubes because you don't have like factor fiction. Yeah, you don't have stuff like that. So I think you know there, there's certainly a uh, a need for more instant speed card drawing. Um, 
So I, I feel like this is very well suited for, for something like that, but probably on the, just on the outside looking in, uh, unless we're talking about, you know, you know, big cubes, you know, 720s and things like that. Then there, there's, it's possible. I'm not saying for sure it is, but it's possible that this could see some play. Um, and I think effects like this are, you know, can probably be told whether they're good or not. Everybody thought that, uh, there was a lot, if you remember, there were lots of arguments when, um, Dig Through Time came out. Oh, yeah. Everyone thought, well, at four mana, like, how can it be better than Factor Fiction? And then you play it at four mana, and you're like, oh, this card's ridiculous. Like, think, oh, it's a- why, why wouldn't I play this alongside Factor Fiction? Like, this card's nuts. And then yeah. every once in a while, you cast it for three, or you cast it for two, and you're like, yeah, okay, we're gonna, oh, I- yeah, we're gonna keep playing this card. This card's pretty good. At least it's like, uh, oh, I have a double demonic tutor. That's that's cool. Right. You're just like like I. Honestly, I, I can't say if I've ever missed. Whenever I've played that card, I've never like. Let me look at these seven cards. Oh man, no! It's always like, oh, look at these seven cards. Sweet, <laughs> I will take these two. Thank you. I've never missed with dig. I have gotten five lands off of Factor Fiction. Ooh, now I've gotten five blanks and two real cards off of a dig. Wow, I got close. Wow, like five lands, two spells. Wow. I've gotten that before, but you know what? It's like, here are these two spells, and they're both good. Yeah, here we go. So, it's uh, it's actually on my old phone. It's like pictures. Like from when we used to play at Denny's, I took a picture of that awful Factor Fiction. I'm just like, this is the worst Factor Fiction ever. <laughs> it's right. We know what Yeah, happens. that's real nice. Yeah. The old five lands. Hey, on the bright side, you didn't draw those five lands for your next five turns. This is true. I didn't just uh, weep in my sleep. <laughs> like, right. I'd... Uh... <laughs> no, it's terrible. But yeah, I don't know. It's okay. It was just, yeah, yeah, like I said, felt a little bit like one mana above what I wanted to pay a lot of the time. Right. It's a bit hey, um, it's better than Jace, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, Jace is okay. Safe Jace is safe. Yeah, it's, it's very, it seems very uninspired and very, I mean, safe is a good place for it, but I just feel like I want all, almost all of the other Jaces more than this one. Yeah. I remember somebody had it in, like, a blue-white control deck, and I asked how it was. He's like, well, it drew a card, and then it died. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Right, five mana, five mana draw a card, gain six yeah. life or whatever. Yeah, just get, just eat a removal or whatever. I was like, but yeah, it's it's fine. Like, I, I found it was generally just fine. Like, I, it's not it's not bad. And it's another sure. one of cards, like, if somebody played it, I'd be like, okay. There are fair, there are very few planeswalkers that are just out and out bad. Yeah, they yeah. usually all do something. I mean, it's just, it's just extra spells every turn, you know, for the most part. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like here's know. a draw spell, like a whatever effect. I don't know how to quite say the words for it, but yeah, it's pretty much just like, hey, here's a free spell every turn. Oh boy. Yeah, it's it was okay. But it's just, it's just, yeah. I think it's it definitely worse than Tamiyo in Tezzeret. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. Like, I don't know if I have another, that's another thing I just don't have enough room for it. Like, I tried it, it was okay. I don't have sure. room for it. Shrug. Yeah, it just seems very meh to me. Yeah. Meh out of ten. So, alright. Well, uh, there's, that's about it for the blue cards. What about some black cards? Can we, so with this set, we get a group of two drops. Yeah, like so. There's like a whole bunch of two drops that came in all at the same time, and let's uh, to in order to to kind of save time, in order to uh, 
instead of you know talking about them necessarily all individually, why don't we talk about them as a group and kind of rank them and see where we where we like it? Um, so the the four are heir to Falkenrath, mm-hmm. which is the discard flip card. Um, there's the Asylum Visitor, which is the, you know, the next in the long line of Dark Confidant type clones. Yeah. Uh, we have Pale Rider of Trostad, which is like the, uh, well, why can't I ever remember the name of that card? Uh, Drakovac? Drakovac, yeah. Yeah. And, and then we have Relentless Dead, which is the, the mythic, you know, with the really sweet art that looks like it's, uh, you know, it's endless ranks of the dead, but it broke through the window. Ah, yes. It's very so, relentless. Yes. He's not as relentless as Aaron. Yeah, but he doesn't but, cost five mana. <laughs> he has the same toughness. Right. You're right, but he doesn't attack. On a, he is not unaffected by summoning sickness, however. This is very true. He's not uh, plane shifted in a time spiral. Right. Yeah, Aaron the Relentless with his magician hat on, like his, you know, in my mind's eye, the picture is him wearing like a Mickey Mouse like a uh, hat, like the pointy magician's hat. You know, I was sort of Axel Rose when I saw his picture. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that a little bit. Yeah, kind of. See a little bit of Axel Rose. Yeah. Welcome to the mountain. Welcome to the. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the taiga. Welcome to the mountain. We got fun and games. We got everything you want. I was gonna say we have two threes for one. If it's a tiger, you know the name. Ooh, if it's a tiger, tiger. Yeah, we got all the apes you want. <laughs> wow, I like that. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, as my 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 mind is racing to fill in lyrics instead of actually talking. Oh so yeah, it's good. It's good pod just good. to sit here quietly. There um, you go. So all right. So for me, in order, I think it goes relentless dead. Asylum Visitor are kind of like 1A and 1B. Yeah. And then Heir to Falconrath and then Pale Rider. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that's what I'd say. I think I, I feel like the top two are certain inclusions. I'm not convinced about the Heir of Falconrath yet. The discard to flip becomes a 3-2 flyer. Yeah, Heir's okay. Like, I've tried it and it's been, it's been pretty good so far. Mm-hmm. Like, card disadvantage is a thing. But I found it's not bad. I've definitely, I've definitely liked it for mm-hmm. what it's worth. I haven't really done a whole lot of reps with Pale Rider, but it's... That's probably my least favorite. But then again, like, like Skulk has been on, like, what, one card? Like, uh, Silumgar or whatever, Assassin? Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. So we don't really have much experience with it, but. Right. I definitely love Relentless Dead. I think somebody had it in, like, some Black Sacrifice deck. And even on its own, it was like, alright, Berates, <laughs> sacrifice this, bring it back. Right. And I was like, man, <laughs> like, this is the worst feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I died. But it was. I liked it, and it's like Asylum Visitor. It's cool that it gives you an actual incentive to make your opponent hellbent, because like the rack nobody plays, and there's other stuff like, you know, Nizumi Short Fang type thing that just it turns into the rack. But there's not really much other payoff for it, and this is just like okay, I'll start drawing cards. But yeah, I, I've definitely really liked both, and like. The whatever era Falk rants, it's all right. I, I don't see that lasting as long, but yeah. And like P- Pale Rider, meh. It's all right. Yeah, like Pale Rider's not very exciting to me, but like I do really like I think this is the best. I think Asylum Visitor is probably one of the best uh, Bob clones we've seen. It's certainly better than the one that untaps to draw you a card or 
Oh yeah, Painseer uh, and Painseer or whatever. Like, yeah, like this is I think definitely the best of those because it it triggers when either person's hellbent. Yeah. So I I do like that a lot, uh, which it's easy to miss the first time you read the card. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do like that because uh, you know then you're right because there's the one that it's like when you're hellbent you get to draw an extra card or when you're hellbent and you're going to draw a card you draw an extra card and lose life or whatever it, it says. But uh, this one seems the best of those to me. Yeah. So, so like I said, I, I'll be sticking in. And, you know, we're very quietly, very slowly but steadily uh, building a very legitimate zombie tribal uh, interactions. Yeah. And in cubes. Yeah. So, uh, you know, not only is there a humans, a human theme to be found, uh, the, the zombie without stretching too much, but the, the zombie stuff is, is really coming together. Like there's, you know, quite a few zombie interactions without having to basically draft like random you know, without having the, the tribal cards, things like uh, yeah, like undead uh, war chief or you know, some... plus all zombies get plus one plus one type cards. You know, yeah, because they're all blue. all X get plus one plus one. Yeah, it's just like well, here's some, and that, even without additional zombies, like relentless dead is still really good because it just does it on its own. Right, and there are lots of ways to you know, lots of ways to interact with it, lots of ways to to get it on the board. Uh, and I guess, you know, with air too, like I said, you can discard things like blood, uh, blood gas or discard things like, uh, uh, grave crawler or whatever and get back on the board pretty quickly. Yeah. And bring them back and kind of get where you get where you want to be. One of these days, so, I'm going to achievement unlock. And when Relentless de- Dead dies, I'm going to get back Germag Angler. I don't know how I'm going to get that much mana. <laughs> I'm gonna I was going to say, that's a lot. <laughs> Seven mana. <laughs> That is a lot. You know, I'm dreaming big. We're doing, bo- we'll get both back. Eight mana. We're, going, Zombie, we're dreaming big. Zombie fish. Yeah. Zombie fish. We're dreaming big. Man. Dream bigger. Go home. Man. <laughs> maybe, maybe sometime you'll get back like a uh, mirror entity. Oh, that'd be cool. See, that'd actually be good. Make, mm. That'd be realistic, but no. Now, know. is it say zombie creature card or does it say zombie card? I don't, I don't remember. Let me, I, it let me feels take like a look here. A lot of these days, it feels like they're pretty careful to just say like, creature card. All right, well, we're we're gonna find out because I kind of want to know if you can get uh, gonna hakan it up. Oh well, yeah, or or the you know the the minus three plus three minus three. Yeah, yeah, the nameless inver yeah nameless inversion. Nameless inversion. I, I'm kind of curious if we're <laughs> there. There's a deep part of me that wants to search out the corner cases here. It feels like they they want to avoid that kind of stuff lately. Like with a lot of the stuff, even. Like, it, it feels like they do, but as far as I know... All right, Relentless Dead. Return another target zombie creature card. Because he returns it to the battlefield, that's why. Ah, he there we go. To your hand. That's no, why. No spells to the graveyard, or to your... So, no. And there's we don't have any zombie enchantments yet. Oh, that would be cool, but they can't do... I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah, there's no... Like, like, Rooftop Storm would be a wizard enchantment, not a zombie enchantment. Yeah. Yeah, because zombies aren't very enchanting. No, they're uh, they're quite the opposite, right? Curse it's, of Predation. It's, it's some enchanted evening, not zombie enchanted evening. <laughs> well, Curse of Shallow Graves. What? <laughs> curse of uh, Shallow Graves. That'd be a zombie enchantment. Yeah, I guess it could be a zombie. I mean, it is, but it isn't. I don't know. Zombies... But it's someone else who's casting it, right? Like once you're a zombie, you're pretty much done on the whole doing productive things, except for coming back. There right? you go. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> right you're just like hey you know what zombies can do come back uh, hey come back uh, that's about that's that's a once you get to that point that you're you're uh 
you're doomed to, to do nothing but return. Come back, zombie. <laughs> you, nah. you had my taco. Nah. <laughs> nah. Isn't there like a, a book called The Cat Came Back? Yeah, the very next day. Yeah, the zombie came back the very next turn. <laughs> new children's book. The zombie came Ooh, back. We can make it a new like adult. You know how adult coloring books are really popular now. Oh yeah. We can have it. We can be the, the zombie came back. Oh yeah. Yeah. See that? Yeah. We can have some recursion. That's the first million. We got it in place. Oh sweet. All right, red cards. Uh, so I honestly, we got a couple one drops. Yeah, we got some one drops. They're nifty. The the, the, so, yeah, go ahead. The better than jackal pup. So we have insert... fucking wrath gorger. <laughs> I thought you said another word. I'm like, am I to censor this? Falk, 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 falcon. That's what you say when someone plays their two when their four mana two white white destroy all creatures card. Oh. Falcon wrath. Oh. <laughs> Can't believe you played that fucking wrath. <laughs> wow. You like that? That was good. That was Thanks. really good. Or if you're cursing the plane from Tempest. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Falcon Wrath. Stupid curse scroll. Right. Falcon Wrath. Falcon Wrath. <laughs> nice. Thank you, thank you. So, yeah, so that that's the... Uh, so he's just a 2-1 for red. And uh, all zombies... Or zombies, God. All vampires uh, get madness equal to their casting cost. There you go. So yeah. just it's just you know hey two one for two power for one mana and hey we have this uh, thing that might be not be blank at some yeah. point especially if your turn two play is like air fucking wrath there you go Whee! fucking wrath all over the place man I really hope there's some more good red vampires hey, in the next set because your mouth there you go we got a fucking wrath yeah Strom whatever Stromkirk Noble Stromkirk Noble yep and then uh, not Stormkirk Noble nope no Stromkirk Noble Stram Stram Bastin accent. Shack your pap. Oh, there you go. Oh, and speaking of which, don't shack your pap and take it out of your cube and phone it in. No, no, no. Don't, uh, don't, uh, crap your pap. There you go. Don't, don't, uh, don't put them all me. in. Keep yeah. them all in. They'll figure it out. Yeah. If, when you start cutting your red one, your aggressive one drops, mm -hmm. then it's time to evaluate. But you're probably not there yet. But it's, uh, somewhat unlikely. Yeah. So. Like, like, if you're a 600-plus card cube and you're like, I'm going to take out Jackal Pop for this, technically it's better, but you can do better. <laughs> there you go. Right, exactly. Unless you're, uh, what was the corner case we came up with? Unless your opponent steals it with... Oh, yeah, like if your opponent steals it with, like, Shackle or Theft with Effects. Shackles, right, or and, some sort of way to steal it, and then you, like, have something that only deals, like, Flame Slash. And yeah, you can flame slash it to deal them for. Yeah, you like searing searing blood. It's like yeah, you like stealing my creatures now, huh? You take. Boy, we'll sell you. <laughs> you take twenty. You like stealing me creatures now, boy? Yeah, you're taking fourteen damage. No, then you then you can cast. Uh, what's the one from Innistrad that gets cheaper for every creature that's on the battlefield? It deals thirteen to everything. Uh, blasphemous act. Yeah. Huh. They take it. Yeah. And they're like yeah, you didn't think I was gonna play blasphemous act. I knew you were playing all these stealing effects. I was hoping you were going to steal my jackal pup. Nice. Getcha. Nice. Yeah, getcha. Getcha. That's what you get for trying to think and play good cards in your deck. What's up? It's like the like the old jokes about the blue mages and red mages or whatever. It's just like attack. It's like, ha, gotcha. 
I probably no. told it on the podcast about like Goblin Cadets. Oh yeah, Ugh, yeah, Goblin yeah, Cadets. <laughs> yeah. Well, that card is long laughs, but the joke it lives on for for me, and that's about it. What do you, what do you, <laughs> speaking of, uh, I can't think of a segue. Village Messenger. <laughs> well, it's the other one drop. Yeah, the other one drop. So Village Messenger is neat. Yeah, it was spoiled on uh, Drive Cubing. Yeah, that it card's was, neat. Yeah, it's just like, hey, here's this one drop. You get to attack right away, and oh, you didn't cast something. Woo-hoo. Yeah, we got you're getting now. Missed. We have two animations. As as you well know, I'm sure you know. Uh, one drop uh, werewolves. It's one of my favorite, you know, red aggressive cards in the cube. Is is reckless waif. As one of just my all time favorite red one drops. And so this card is is also I have a feeling going to quickly wind up there as people forget to cast spells. Yeah. And then wind up not being able to block it. Yeah, because Menace, I feel like Menace still is new enough to where people sometimes forget about it. Like, uh, who's that guy? Ben Hout? Shout out to Ben Hout. He, like, posts on forums and stuff about how he tests cards for Cube. Like, he talked about Relentless Dead. He's like, yeah, this card has Menace. People still don't remember about Menace. Yeah. <laughs> how it's stupid. It's like, yeah, it, it still is stupid. Right, you go to attack and they're like block, and you're like, you give them the no. Kanban Mutombo finger wag. Ah. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. <laughs> Not in this house. Yeah, you uh, you got two creatures? Mm-mm. Nice worm coil, buddy. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. I like this. I think it's this is nice. Same. It's uh, wor- I think it's worse than the other, like, two ones for one, but I mean, just supplement it. On the bright side, unless you have heavy goblin tribal, you can replace, uh, uh, what's his name? Goblin. Uh, chaser? No, no, no. The old one. The one one with haste, the end. Oh, uh, Raging Goblin? Yeah. I was going to say, like, uh, what's that one? The one that's, uh, like, $1,000 now, randomly? Goblin Guide? No, well, that one, too. But that's, uh, uh Legion, Legion, Legion Loyalist. Oh, Legion Loyalist. That card's kind of sick, though. I yeah. like Legion Loyalist a little bit. Yeah, I probably... I'm not playing it, but it doesn't mean I don't like it. I played that card for, for some time. I liked it. But yeah, it's like fifteen dollars because it's like a, it's in that whack. It's an eight whack deck. Yeah, so it's like, ooh, goblins, oh boy. Hey, did I tell you that I actually uh, won a modern tournament recently with uh, four bushwhackers in my deck? Yeah, I've recently really liked goblin bushwhacker in cube, but yeah, the reckless one I like like too. Yeah, the uh, surge one, that one was sweet. Surge, surge soda. So, so only everyone's like, you played the eight eight whack deck. I'm like, nope, I only whacked four times. <laughs> <laughs> only four wax. Only four wax. First the fog and floor wax. Man, like well, four wax. They do say red is the color of passion. This is true. <laughs> That's passionate I knowledge. I am a passionate person. <laughs> you are passionate all over their face, attacking them for fifteen. Oh my! <laughs> That's turn three or whatever. Burn them out. So, sometimes turn two. And it plays Kurt Ape, which is like, which is like thumbs up because that card's nifty. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's, it's a neat one. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So, what about the the larger creatures? What about Sin Prodder? Oh man, Sin Prodder. That's, that's a good card. I so I um, you know, in the in the time between take one and take two, I hadn't written the article for Gathering Magic. I actually posted it. I actually sent it off, and it's getting posted the day after we're recording. Okay. So I, I and at the time I was like, the 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 thing I'm not sure is I don't know. If I'm really articulating how good Sin Prodder is, but I'm gonna try. 
spoiler alert, I, I like it. Okay, I guess that's my cue. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm waiting for you to take away. You're like, I'm going to try. Yeah, I'm going to try. Here we go. So I think, A, it's definitely worse than Dark Confidant. I mean, no kidding. No, no one is Bob. Yeah, no no one is Bob. It's I, Rob. I don't know if that's a thing. Apparently, that's a nickname. You said that. It's right because it's like Red Bob. Yeah, and we were both like, what? Like Rob, sure. Like the robot from the old Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah, gyro. This card's gonna gyromite and draw cards. Ooh, no, this card is gyromite. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> a little JJ Walker, good times in there for you. Nice. All kinds of. It's a very small. Uh, it's a very small Venn diagram overlap there. Oh, there we go. That's that's what our podcast is like. All these peaches and herb. Yeah. Talking about Mastodon and Death Clock. Yeah, Death Clock and cats. Knocking stuff over and whatever. Attacking Vanna White. <laughs> Attacking Vanna White, jeez. But, like, so it's definitely not Bob, and your opponent gets choices somewhat. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, like, there's that, there's a lot of, like, potential traps to fall into. It's like, it's not Bob, so you could fall into that trap. It gives your opponent a choice, so you could fall into that trap. Like, it can be worse in a, a deck with lots of efficient burns, so it's bad. Like, there's so many traps to fall into with this card. Mm-hmm. But I really liked it. Like, obviously, oh, and you, you'll never get a land with it. Okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah, like, whatever. That's fine. And I think what, an actual legitimate concern is that if you're in a situation like, say, you have, your opponent has a big creature out and you reveal Doomblade, and they don't really care about life, it's like, okay, just bin it. Like, whatever. So they do get some choice, but you're still operating on... You're, you, we've all read that article uh, by Mike Flores, uh, Philosophy of Fire. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that, where it's, you know, you're essentially getting cards for damage, etc. Mm-hmm. And, like, it does give your opponent a choice, yes, but that doesn't necessarily make it bad. And it's kind of reductionist anyway, because it's like, sometimes with these kinds of evaluations, people are just like, oh, they get a card, and then it's like, that's it, game over, like there's the assumption that, like, it dies or it doesn't do anything afterwards, and it's just, like, it's hard to quantify that kind of thing, and I think that's why that doesn't tend to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, how many average turns is it going to live? I have no idea. I still have no idea. But it's, like, I don't know how many average turns, like, a Bob lives, for example. But it still gets a lot of good value. And I think on the take one, I talked about how I drafted, like, a pretty low-to-the-ground red deck, and mm-hmm. I think I passed it, and then it didn't come back. I'm like, hey, I wanted that comeback. <laughs> and, like, somebody else got it, and he was kind of, like, in a more teamer mid-rangey deck with, like, that and, like, uh, Tireless Tracker and stuff. And he mm-hmm. played it. I played him round one, and he played it versus me. He's like, here's Sin Prodder. I'm like, huh, okay, I can't kill it. Cool. And he was like, all right, Tireless Tracker. I'm like, hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I'm going to have to... <laughs> Take it. It put, presents you with some real choices, with like stuff like direct damage. Like if you reveal like, you know, a bolt because a lot of direct damage spells operate in the axis of efficiency. Like lightning sure. strike, you know, deal, two mana, d- deal three, char, pay three, deal four, fiery confluence, pay four, deal six. Mm-hmm. So most of the time, at least with those, it's usually right for them to take damage, but. Even with all of these things, I think it's still a very good card. All right. I mean, I'm convinced. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'll try it. And, you know, I'm just not a, I, you know, red threes are just kind of the, anyway, 
Yeah. Like we have some good ones, but not, you know, we have, a, you know, a couple good ones, but nothing that just is like, oh man, I, oh, you know, other than like something like a rabble master or whatever, there's not a whole lot that I get super excited about. Yeah. Like a lot of them are still just utility dudes. Right. It's just like, it's like, oh, we got this aggressive guy and we got this aggressive guy, all these like really aggressive guys that like ones and twos and all this kind of stuff. And then you get the three and you're like, eh, okay. Burn your guy. I guess it's this. Or some more ones and twos. It's like, yeah, you know, yeah, it's probably just that. Actually, it's just like uh, play pop uh, gorehouse chainwalker or something. Right. It's like play. do or like play a land, searing blaze your things, attack, play another one drop. Yeah. And then they'll play like hero or something. So yeah. Uh, so like- you know, I'm dig it. You know, I'm 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 in the mood to uh, to try threes. Yeah. So. I was like, reason like that. Shoot, I was even crazy enough to try the uh, the one that dealt damage to them whenever they cast a blue or white spell because it was mine, a three-two first striker. Mind Sparker. Yeah. How good was that guy? I mean, it was fine. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't super exciting. Like when it was good, it was real good. You know, when those cases when it was basically like a pre-sideboarded card, it yeah. became real awkward. What's well, like uh, a Life Bane Zombie, where it's just like free peak. Yeah, except for that guy's good anyway, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just bonkers if you get to get something with it too. <laughs> yeah, like it's like, hey, here's this card and it's pretty good. We get some interactions. And wait, I get to what? Yeah, nice. I get to do what with it too? Take this thing out of your hand forever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Nice resto, buddy. Right. Like what? you're gonna flash that in, huh? Like man, it was what a shame that I did this beforehand. And wait, you want to block this? Oh no, that that creature's not black. No. How are you gonna block this? Yeah, intimidate. You can intimidate it, huh? How are you gonna block this? I just took your guy and I'm attacking you. Nice. It's awfully intimidating. Were the other cards that like uh, what was it Tide Miner Mage? Was in that cycle? Mm-hmm. Uh, like the weird Paladin Onvek. Yeah, the one with the lightsaber. Yeah. Mm. What, the, what was the green? Oh, like the Strider from Cold Snap. Yeah, it's the uh, couldn't be the target of blue or black things. Three, yeah. four, for four. Carpluzen. Yeah, Carpluzen Strider. So. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say I would look it up, but I'm. No, no, yeah, it's Carpluzen. Carpluzen Strider sounds right. I'm pretty, it's definitely Carpluzen something. Yeah, because that was like. Not forest. No. Per Carpluzen. Well, that card got some got some hype. Kind of sweet. That card was my jam back in the day. Yeah, Carpluzen Strider is correct. Yeah. Obscure, stupid knowledge of worthless. So, but yeah, so, so, so not all not all cards are created equal, that's for sure. Yeah, that cycle is not the most even. Mm-hmm. All right, let's, uh, so, you know, I think Gold Knight Castigator is interesting just because yeah. it's a 4-9 it's a haste, but I'm not... I haven't figured out exactly where I would want it to be yet, necessarily. Yeah. Um, but there's something very intriguing to me about somehow playing it like in a Doran deck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or like an Assault Formation deck. Not that that's a cube deck, but... No. Not that not that Siege Rhino hasn't kicked Doran out of every single cube. Yeah. There's something intriguing to me about 4-9 Flying Haste for only 4 mana. Yeah. So take nine. Right. It's like, well, you're the red deck. I'm like, are you really going to be taking that much double damage? Like, I don't know. Would you like to? Would you also like to die? I don't know. <laughs> I, right. I, I don't know. Maybe they just die instead. Yeah. It feels like it's 
admittedly, I have played not much at all with it, honestly, but it just seems like the best scenarios are when it's attacking, but it has such a t- potential of backfire. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, take double the damage. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, eh. I, I think I told you before why it was a four nine. You remember? Yes, and it was, I was pretty unsatisfied with the answer. I'm going to tell you again. Correct, because that's good, because I forget. Uh, awesome. Actually, again. Oh, sweet. So, it's uh, because 4 four plus 9 equals oh, 13. that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I must have blocked it out of my memory. I can't blame you. Mar- I think Mark Rosewater posted it on his blog and then, like, ended it with mic drop or something. Because that's cool, I guess. Because, you know, it's like, well, what's nine? What deals eight and not nine? You know, why? what does this have to survive that deals eight that it could – or that, that deals four so it would deal eight Wildfire. that it would survive? You know, like <laughs> like what – but what like flavor-wise, you know what I mean? Like what oh. in this universe that would kill – that can't kill angels would make it – you know what I mean? Like would almost yeah. kill it but not quite like – not just four plus nine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's a little unsatisfying. Anyway, let's uh, let's talk about some green cards. Was uh, was Avison's judgment there? Oh yes, Avison's judgment as well. Did you want to talk about that card? Um, it feels I, like I, I kind of like it for I, I like it just fine in like the the goggles deck and things like that and standard, but I'm not well, not it, super feeling it for uh, for cube. Do you know why it's playing uh, Fall the Titan instead of uh, of Avison's judgment? Uh, other then I don't know the the play. Why? What did you hear? What? So uh, they were testing the deck. You know Todd Anderson and you know the uh-huh. Roanoke people were testing it out, and they uh, they originally put in Absence Judgment, but they didn't have the actual card, so they put in uh, Fall of the Titan as a proxy. Okay, and, and just never took it out. Well, they were like, "Hey, I always want this instead." It's kind of like with the Psychotog decks, how they oh, okay. would do the same thing with like a a Finkel, and they. You know, proxied up Psychotog, and they're like, well, I wish I just had Psychotog instead. They didn't make that reference because kids nowadays wouldn't understand. <laughs> kids these days, man, get off my get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of lawn, we can talk about green cards next. Oh, whoa! That's a one hand clap. Nice. Yeah, that's some. That's... What is what is the sound of one hand clapping? Oh, okay. I, fr- I frequently have been doing the one hand clap when I'm too lazy to like get the other hand. Like if I'm doing something with the other hand, mm-hmm. I'm just like, all right, here you go. Here's the one hand clap. The one handed clap. <laughs> yeah. So there's, so there's, even though there's not a ton of green cards that are interesting, I think the ones that exist are pretty good. The the one that sticks out to me the most, and that's really shown how good it is. I recently played it in a just a, a shadows draft. I had it in my deck. Uh, had a green, red, aggressive werewolf curve out deck. I had Duskwatch Recruiter in my deck. Oh yeah, that card. That card's good. Oof. And seeing it in, uh, you know, like the these Bant Company mirrors. Bant Company. Oh nice. That's what I always think of. Ah, I like it. Uh, that that's Bad Company for those of you who missed that one. Um, <laughs> so Bant Company always. Uh, you know, watching that thing break apart the mirror because you're just like, okay, well, I'm just going to basically draw a bunch of cards 
I'm just going to use my extra mana to start drawing cards. And it's gas. By drawing cards, I mean all of them are going to be gas. Yeah, it's like all creatures. It's like, okay, let's, uh, sure. Dude. Let's draw some more Reflector Mages. Which, yeah. Speaking of which, I don't know if we mentioned it in the first part of this review, but that card, getting to play with that card some, makes me want to go back and play it in cube. Yeah, I put it in my cube. I've liked it. It's nifty. I, I never even thought about getting a foil one. And oh, now good luck now. playing it some in standard, I'm just like, oh, good board. It's like, man, why did I not get one? Right. It's uncommon, right? It's not a rare. It is, but it was pretty expensive right from the jump. Yeah, so that's true. It was one of those cards that everybody was targeting, and I don't think anybody had an idea of actually how good it is and how oppressive and annoying it is in standard. Yeah. So uh, bounce the thing. Cool. Don't. All right, bounce your thing. Oh wait. Uh uh. Don't replay it. It feels like sometimes. By the way, it blocks everything in the format. Yeah, nice. Everything's two power. Everything is a three butt. So is uh, what's this guy when he flips? Because he's a three three. He is a three three. It makes your dudes cheaper. Yeah, which I actually, I, I kind of like the ability on the 2-2 two, two more. Yes, but the abilities, you realize they play together, right? Yeah. Because you draw cards to get creatures, you flip him, you play multiple creatures cheaper, he flips back, mm-hmm. then you can find more creatures. Yeah, it's all, like... Flavor, baby. Yeah, it's all, it's really sweet. I've I've really liked it so far. It does all, it does, uh... It does a whole lot for for uh, for not much mana. Yes, the card is really good, and it's you know not embarrassing body too at uh, you know two two for two. It's a so, nice uh, like we talked about in the green episode, nice wingman card too for green yep. red green aggressive or oh whatever. yeah because you know right exactly and you know green doesn't get a whole lot of this drawing card stuff. Yeah, like repeatable card draw, repeatable like momentum keepers, basically. Yeah. And this is certainly one of those. It's actually, it's weird because, like, I really wanted to like Azure Mage, but it was just a little bit too expensive. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is just a little bit too expensive. But this guy, like, you do that and you get to, for the most part, you don't really get much tutoring with it. It's just like, reveal it to three, you get a creature. All right, cool. That's a creature. But you don't really choose between creatures much with it. I mean, it's still fine. You draw a creature. Like, whatever. Right. I mean, there's a chance you could miss, but who cares? Yeah, shrug. Life happens. Green green decks tend to have a lot of creatures, so probably yeah. not going to happen that often. That's like whenever someone casts Collected Company, and they, like, look at the top six, and you just see them start sheepishly putting them on the bottom, it just feels like the best day of your life. Yeah. You're like, how did they miss? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like the same feeling you get when someone uh, summoning traps. Oh, yeah. You're like, ah, oh, crap, here we go. And they take out their card, and they put down some, like, here's this mana creature. And you're yeah. like, oh, my God, this is the best day of my life. Yeah, here's a I tree didn't speaker. get Emberfold. Yeah, this is the best. Nice tree speaker. Right. <laughs> oh, it's so delightful. It is. Anyway. Yeah, like, that card's sweet. Tireless Tracker also is really good, too. Yeah, this card's another neat, really neat one. Uh, and another one that I think is going to make waves in Constructed as well. Yeah. If it hasn't already. I think it's uh, very, very good. So it's a three power for three, you know, three, two, four, two, and a green. Uh, so whenever you get a land, you get a clue. Whenever you play a land, you get a clue. But whenever you use that clue, it gets bigger. Like it snowballs really well. And I think when I saw it, I'm like, 
This card's great. And then it was in that same deck, that same matchup where I played against a guy with the the Sin Prodder and that. It's just like, do this, do that, mm-hmm. crack a fetch. And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> right, you're just like doing stuff with your mana and kind of like just like, I'm going to draw a card and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And oh, now I'm going to take my turns. Like, oh. Or just like, attack with this. I'm like, no blocks. Like, All right, crack this, draw a card. Crack this, draw a card. Or, you know, crack this, clue, draw a card. Mm-hmm. Cracks other clue, draw a card, take five. I'm like, um, uh, um, okay. <laughs> and like, <laughs> it's a bit expensive rate to crack, you know, cra- cracking a clue to draw a card. It's a bit expensive, but I mean, okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's whatever. That happens. But yeah, this card's great. I never felt it was really too slow either. It, it kind of. Sure. I forget where I heard the comparison that it was like Corsair Crucifix. But I like that comparison. Yeah. Except for easier to cast, a little more aggressive. Yeah. And still could very well leave an effect even after it leaves play. Because you're just like, well, I have these clues like left over. Especially if you have like fetch lands or whatever, too. Yeah. You know, it's just like, well, here's two clues for later on. Yeah, I think we're he... going to cash these in later. I think the guy had like a couple of fetch lands in his deck. I was like, what is like, I was like, what? So real quick, qu- quick quiz. Ready? Uh-huh. Favorite clue token? Uh, honestly, I'm not super familiar with the, the one that sticks out is the Avison stained glass one. Correct. That's, that's the correct answer, by the way. Okay. That works. Yeah, that's the correct answer. Just checking. I was going to say the RK Post, like, Blues Clues Paul one. Does that count? Have you yeah, seen that? I, 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 I am, uh, uh, it's, uh, yes, I have. Okay. I'm seeing it, but, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's Avison, not close. There you go. That's what, yeah, oh, definitely the one that's about, What about this broken Avacyn symbol? Don't care. Yeah. Or like the crypto glyph or whatever. Right. The Cryptolith. Yeah, like, um, I can't believe it's not Sliver. Yeah, fucking rats. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> so bad. Um, so the, the other card that I really like in green, and like I said, I, I like it because it gives greens a little something else to do, is Seasons Past. Yeah. So Seasons Past is this, this six mana, um, get back a card of every cost in your graveyard to your hand, basically. Granted, you have to put it on the bottom of your library, but yeah, these spells were pretty good the first time in this land. So, uh, you know, it's better than casting them once. Uh, casting a bunch of times, yeah. Casting them twice. So I, uh, I, I dig this card a lot. I don't know if it's, it remains to be seen whether it's it's how good it is, but I like the fact that it gives green a little something to do with the control decks, because you can imagine drawing this somewhat late. Let's say you're you're playing a control mirror or you're playing something like this, and then all of a sudden you're just like, okay, seasons passed, and I'm going to get back uh, land. Do, do you want do you want to talk about like type one? I mean, like well, I was gonna say like, like power cube even like. I was gonna say like an average case scenario would be like land cantrip, land like cantrip, signet, or counterspell. Yeah, counter uh, wall, you know, or like the two mana maybe is a is a wall of some sort, uh, a three mana counterspell, a five Wait. drop creature, and you know, some yeah. idiot that you had to put in your graveyard when yeah, you know they they forced you to discard early or something. 
Yeah, your like, oh. like prime titan got countered or something. It's like, okay. Right. Cool. It's like, okay, well, I'm just going to have all these cards again, I guess. I'd like I'd like to bring that back. Yeah, I think that's interesting. It kind of reminds you of Yogwill in a way. Which yeah. is a cool comparison. Yeah, it's a little it's a it's a little Yogwilly. Yeah. Yogwilly. Yogwilly, like kind of like that. It's his uh, redneck cousin. <laughs> it's Yogmoth and Yogwilly. It's like now like the uh, you know the 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 trope where it's always like, you know, the the two people who are not alike, it's like perfect strangers, you know. Oh, yeah, like right, right, right. It's Yawmoth. He's a he, he's a right. He's a straight. He's, he, he's a straight talker, sophisticated, highest person. And his cousin, Yawmoth. Yeah, city really, slicker. He's a <laughs> you know separated at birth. He was raised in the deep south in you know Mississippi, and he likes drinking bud and you know who knows. Yeah. Yawmoth <laughs> and Yawmoth <laughs> with the insert like sound like that laugh track. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> and the, and like the requisite part when they're on the like driving and the radio station. Right, and they're like Gerard has been seen wherever, and it's like, oh, oh dear, we should you know go do this. You know, the flash cut to Yog Willie in the back seat, like waking up, looking hungover, grabbing the half empty, oh. shaking the can, you know, to see if there's any beer left in it. Chugging the rest, <laughs> cracking it on his forehead, tossing it out the window, belching. <laughs> <laughs> that Yog Willie, he's so crazy. <laughs> I was about to say, he had that Yog Willie. <laughs> That's some sort of catchphrase, you know, when he shows up. Oh, that Yog Willie. Right. I need some oil. I don't know. I don't know what, what Yog Moth would say. Probably something like that. Like, yeah. I also, uh, in a conversation earlier today, uh, mentioned that, uh, someone, uh, brought up a, a, like a Magic the Gathering, the musical that would, uh, <laughs> uh, Ross from, uh, who writes for, uh, MTG Price, Ross Lennon, uh, is also an mm-hmm. avid cuber and, uh, b- brought up a, made a, a reference to a, a Magic the Gathering musical about, like, an Elish Norn song. And so oh I, I suggested that, like, oil, glistening oil, sung to the tune of Food, Glorious Food from, like, Oh, Water. wow. Yeah. Oil glistening, oil. Like the big, like, end of act one dance number, you know. Anyway. And then everything's, like, dying. Right. And, like, everything's just getting submerged in oil and, like, reemerging as Phyrexians. Nice. <laughs> like, people, yeah. like, tap dance into, like, you know, like, the tar pit and then, like, emerge and they're, like, Phyrexians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I like it. Anyway, That's other cards. Yeah. Are there any other green cards? Like uh, I the don't... only other one that was even on the list was an exorable blob. Yeah. Which, you know, yeah. whatever. There are other slime, mitotic slime or whatever. I, I kind of like that card better than than yeah. an exorable. It does kind of snowball really quickly, but like, is that really pay? Is that good payoff for going? To well, Lurian? no. That's the thing, though, is that the, it doesn't make copies of itself. Like, I think if it made copies of itself, that when they attacked, it made more. But it doesn't. It just makes three yeah. threes. Yeah, I mean, right. Another... Now, if it like like the said, like I'm pretty sure that was mitotic slime, right? Whenever it attacked, you like get like an extra copy of it. I think it's spawn, spawn right? right? Whatever, it's spawn maybe spawn right? One of those cards, whatever, yeah, whatever. Does, <laughs> like is the one that can actually snowball because it can it it can be uh, what's his name uh, uh, exponential. Yeah. Where, yeah. This one's just like here's the three three. Okay. Well, if they here's kill, one. if they're gonna kill one three three, they just kill the actual creature. And then they have just their token left, where, like, the other one was just, like, attack. Well, now there's two of well, them. Well, oops. So now I have to kill both of them, or else they'll keep 
making more. So I wonder if that's how it was originally done, and they were like, we can't. Nope. To the Nerf mobile. Right, maybe it maybe it was killing too many uh, uh, reflector mages. I thought it was killing too many noobs or something. That's what like reflector mage mighty must be champion of standard. Oh, there you go. Too many reflector mages death. So so many reflector so mages. So many reflector mage deaths. Yeah, that card's sweet. But yeah, there's not much else in green, but I, those two cards are sweet. Yeah, and like I said, they get I think they're... sweet creatures, and, and like I said, I like Seasons Pass too. So I, I like yeah. I, said, I like it as something else to do with green. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a good one. It's not just like, here's ramp. Right. I exactly. Ramp. And this, these cards are actually are good in ramp, too. Yes. Which is nice. Absolutely. It's not just... But yeah, these cards are sweet. Is there anything in multicolor? Uh, like Arlen uh, Cord. yeah. That card's a, a sweet one. Nice uh, shout-outs to another four-mana. Uh, four another four-mana <laughs> red-green red card. Uh, do, do we want to read all the abilities? Not particularly. Or do you think... Yeah, um, you do that. Now, granted, it's it's kind of hard to 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 really gain momentum and go somewhere because like the abilities you want to activate most cause it to flip, and then you can't activate the yeah. ability anymore because it flipped and it's no longer on the card. Yeah, so you gotta like do a dance. It's like make a dude flip bolt. So it's kind of like a weird sulfuric vortex, kind of not really. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say not, not <laughs> maybe not really. But... But yeah, I I liked it. Yeah, cards cards certainly is neat. Uh, and neat is a is a good place for something like that to be because it does it, it does lots of value type things. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know it does do things like you know we we always talk about you know even though it's almost overused now I, I don't think it's valueless is you know can, it doesn't have an ability to protect itself and like both of the abilities on the front absolutely do that like. Here, yeah. give this guy vigilance so he can still block, or have a wolf, you know, which can block. And then the other, so, you know, like, the front side is defensive and the back side is offensive, right? Because yeah. it's like, this guy gets, everything gets bigger and trample, or do damage to something's face. Mm-hmm, just punch or something. But everybody punch things, still you know? So, no, cards are really neat. Uh, and yeah. as much as, I would say... Well, don't be so lazy and just take out another four drop for it. That's all we have. I was about to say that's all you got. That's all we have is fours. <laughs> but I can see, you know, I can see replacing the the dude that makes two two satyrs for a little while to see if uh, yeah if you like this one better. I like it better than both. Like I like it better than Sarkinval. Yeah, I certainly like yeah, it better like than Sarkinval. Than... That's for sure. Yeah, like I like it better than Sarkinval. I like it better than uh whatever Ronnie James Dio. Planeswalker. Xenagos, the Reveler. Yeah, Xenagos. Yeah, I was about to say. I can't Not the Revealer. Anything. He doesn't yeah. re- reveal anything. He's reveling. That's right. Ronnie James Dio, like, rock on. Rah! Yeah. So, of course, we cannot say multicolored without mentioning the card that we shouldn't even talk about, but we have to mention it because it's an inclusion. That's Anguished Unmaking. Yeah, that, card's, that card is really good. Yeah. That card is really good. Like I, like, I remember somebody played it against me, and I was just like, yeah, the, he was like in a black-white aggressive deck, and I uh, the instant part really mm-hmm. like it seems it's just like you would think something like that would be gravy, but just being able to go like you cast a threat and then EOT they can just kill it like for anything, even a planeswalker I think is really yes. really good. I 
I think, yeah. I I mean, and honestly, it kind of is like, kind of like thought sees where you don't want to lose a life, but it's always it's still fine. Here's the thing is that this one is always worth it. For the most the part, yeah. Is, like is if, it's not a, uh, it's not an out per se if you're three life or less. Yeah, then it's like, I'm dying on my own terms. Right. Sucker. Right. Going out those, <laughs> like, right, live by the sword, kill, die by the sword. Die by the sword. Right the yeah. There you, yeah. I like the, uh, like in Hearthstone when you're at one life and you're a mage. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to ping myself <laughs> for dying, I'm dying on my own terms. Taking myself out. Yep. Seppuku. Yeah, the old Seppuku. But yeah, I really like this card. Like, uh, I'm pretty, like, it's definitely better than, like, I think any of the Black White Sorens. Well, this, this should put the nail in the coffin of any remaining Mortifies. Yeah, yeah, like anybody who's playing Mortifies. Or what's the, the, the utter, no, utter end. It's the, the Black White Hybrid yeah, three end. mana one. Oh, Unmake. Unmake. Oh yeah, that, no, just don't play, don't play that card. It's just, I, I, I don't even play in my Bobber Cube. It's just so expensive. Like three mana. Three mana removal is pretty pricey. But it's just, uh, yeah, I think this card's a fantastic card. I think it's pretty, especially, like, uh, it's just so flexible. It just does so much. It's so pushed. That's a pretty easy yeah, inclusion. Cards are nice. I don't, like, I think, I think the new Soren is actually better than people think. Oh, the six drop Soren? Yeah, and I remember, like, randomly I came up to the conclusion, I was like, hey, wait a minute, this card's kind of like, because, you know, like, uh, Clue Jace, or whatever, Scry Jace is a lot like Obnixilis, like, Owen was like, aren't these the same cards? And it's like, everybody's like, yeah. And I just remember randomly thinking, like, uh, whatever, new, new Soren is a lot like Chandra, where it's, it has, like, a plus ability that deals damage, a minus X, which just, like, Kills some big uh-huh. idiot, and like some minus ability and ultimate. Like who cares? Ultimate, ultimate, you win. But, you know, it obviously has better. It's obviously better. Sure. You know, it's, it has some better applications. But yeah, like I think it's good. I just like personally don't think I'll have room for it in my cube. No, but, class, definitely cards very are pretty good. sweet, by the way. Yeah, they're they're pretty they're pretty solid. But, yeah, like conceptually, I like the card, but it's just competitive. It's not bad. It's just outclassed, I think, by yeah. competition. Just have some too many cards. What do you think of uh, yeah. Nahiri? Oh, What's there we go. Nahiri? I for- oh, I was going to say Nahiri, the, the Nihari. Harbinger. The soup. Not, not Harbringer. I can, the har- yeah, Harbinger. Harbinger. I can make more references to the food, Nahiri, Nihari, but nobody's going to mm. get it again. I don't think anybody did the first ah, time. Ah. <laughs> we'll do it again. We'll keep saying it until somebody gets it. So go to find a good Pakistani restaurant, get some Nihari because it's amazing. Nobody will though. Well, you know, it's not exactly like, <laughs> you know, hey, I'm walking down the street. Hey, there's a Pakistani restaurant. I'm yeah, sick. exactly. Yeah. Past all these Pakistani restaurants in this part of town. <laughs> no, I know, right? You can't. I like, can't like. You can't walk right, two can't feet. Swing a stick and not hit a you know Pakistani restaurant. <laughs> there's too many of them. How am I going to get to McDonald's? Right. Every time I just want a burger, I keep running into these Pakistani restaurants. They're trying to give me, like, halwa and galab jamun right. and, like, tandoori naan. I remember somebody asked me, like, what's your favorite kind of bread? And I was like, I don't know, potato bread. 
and then you like the wit of the stairs, like you realize it later, like, wait a minute, Tandoori Nan, Jesus, what, how did I not say Tandoori Nan? I, I have these, I have that exact conversation every single day. There you go. <laughs> potato bread. Man, why would potato bread? I, I really like Nahiri, like, yeah, Nahiri, the Harbinger. I think it's very good. It's definitely, definitely different for, uh, White red cards are mostly like played in everything. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I, I never really played like Boros Charm in like a not aggro deck because for the most part it was like deal four and then the other abilities. Right. Were, Every once in a while you, know. you save your guys from a wrath. Yeah, but for the most part I was like, okay, I'm playing some aggressive deck, and it's kind of the other way where it's mainly just for control mm-hmm. decks. And like sometimes your opponent can play around it, like you know, I'll attack with this thing and another thing. But, like, I, I think it's just very good. I wouldn't... It would be a hard sell in an aggressive deck, but, you know, it's nice. So much value. You exile tapped things, which is awkward, but, you know, if they attack you, say... Like, say, attack you with a mm-hmm. Titan or something, it's like, okay. But, you know, like you said, yeah, it's certainly a value generator, because it's just, like, exiling things. Uh, the the plus is a plus two, which yeah. is nice. Um and you know the you know, tennis- the ultimate isn't necessarily an ultimate. I mean, I guess it kind of is, but uh. Eh, you, I mean, you can also fate like if your opponent if you're like game one and your opponent doesn't know any better, they may try to do whatever to stop you. Even if they, you know, even if you don't have anything super right. huge, just they may think you do. Keep cycling cards or whatever. They're just like, yeah, there's just no way I can afford to let him get to eight. And it's like, here's my. Baneslayer, joke's on you, lol. Although, to be fair... It's like, who cares? To be fair, Baneslayer's pretty good. That's true. Yeah, take five, get it back. So, you know. Yeah. It's like, get my... Wall of Omens. Yes. Yes, that's the best. I like it when you're playing the aggressive deck and your opponent briberies you. Like, oh, here we go. I'm gonna get... I'm like, dude, go ahead. And they're like, uh... Mirren Crusader, I'm like, good job. Yeah, fine. <laughs> Kill you. <laughs> I remember that happened, I think, this one time. He's like, yeah, I, you have nothing in your deck. I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, no squad, I'm an aggro deck. What do you think? I've also uh, briberied someone who played, like, the two-creature uh, control deck, and they just had them both in their hand. So this is like, miss. Oh. Like, yeah. Okay. That was awesome. Cool. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> that was great. I feel... Well, mana well spent. Great. Awesome. <laughs> I got to peek at your library. Right. That's cool. I wonder if they, were, if they ever are going to print, like, a fixed version of bribery. Like you Telemin can only get, like, performance? Well, not like that, but just, like, you only get a creature with CMC 3 or less or oh, something, right. or 2 or less or something. But, like, if they did something like that where you could, you don't just, like, yeah, nice Titan idiot, you know. I wonder if that could be something they could do. I don't know. I don't know. Shrug. But I like yeah. to hear you, though. It's right How about here. Olivia with, with actual I, two legs this time? Yeah, actual two legs, not a, not the tripod. It's kind of weird. Like, I've actually kind of cooled down on her since I've, you know, since, since mm-hmm. I've seen her. I think she's very good for the aggressive decks. I think mainly that could be because I just don't think I'll have room mm-hmm. for her. And, like, it's kind of like OG... Olivia, whereas if you untap with it, it's just mm-hmm. absurd. Where it's like, okay, here's my, uh, you know, I'll just cast everything with haste. And granted, like, old Olivia, it didn't really require much effort to take I mean, over. it required you mana. Know? 
which was about it. Yeah, you. Yeah, I was about to say you just spend your Not mana. Time. Whereas, yeah, and you're yeah, you pretty much just like okay, flying massacre. Boop 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 boop. I'll steal this too. Why not? Whereas like this requires more cards in hand. But I do like that it's actually decent on curve. It's yes. body and it's three flying. Three right, no three three flyer for yeah. three is real nice. Yeah, I just don't know if I. I think I, I think I'm close to having room for. Her. But again, if I was to see it in a cube, I would definitely. If I was in black red aggro, I'd pretty sure I'd play. Yeah, it. And, and like think, if yeah, there's there's a couple like awkward like two mana guys, like the yeah, spike, spike jester and things like that. I think that can be safely eliminated because I just think this card's a little more interesting. Do you like this more than, like, Grenzo? Uh, yeah. I actually took Grenzo out recently. Yeah. Uh, while I did like it, it just... I, I was finding that I didn't have a... My games were still ending too quickly to be able to have that much of an effect upon the game. Yeah, it's like, here's my 4-4. Four, four. Cool. Take, uh, take 4. Right, and it's just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is... Interesting. And the fact that it has flying, like, you know, the, the, the black-red aggressive decks a lot of times don't have a whole lot of evasion... There are certain modes of them yeah. that, you know, certain times you'll get creatures with evasion. But anytime you can get creatures attacking on curve, uh, you know, with haste. well, on, so what I mean, like she is on curve, you know, three power for three, uh, have evasion. And then with like a bigger payout going forward where your four drop yeah. is now bigger and hasty. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, probably worth like the, the, you know, one of the, the cards remaining in your hand. To play a you know five three flame tongue kavu that deals four to something and then attacks. Yeah, because I think it's interesting. Like a lot of red fours have haste. Not all of them, of course, like flame tongue kavu, but a lot of black ones mm-hmm. don't. They, yeah, like skin render take yeah. you know, four four skin render kill that take it eat it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just take a bunch of damage. You know, if you're still playing necrotal, necrotal your thing, attack for three first strike. Yeah, how do you feel about him now? I don't know. He hasn't been around for a while in mind, but He's I was just, it, it's strange that, you know, even though I haven't played it for a while, when I thought Black 4 drops, it went Skin Render Necrotal, for some reason, was the second one I thought of. Well, he's like the iconic right. 1-8-7. He is the 187 right. creature. Right, that's, that's him. Pretty, I think that's, he's, yeah. He's OG 187. Yeah, he's the, the 187, like him, and like, I think all those ETB creatures, like him, uh, what was that, Orangutan, Manowar, Knight of the Mist, mm-hmm. I think was another one of those. Yeah, but a lot of that same kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I like Olivia. Just I don't I don't know if I'll have room for her, but I think she's. I, I think my initial impression is like she's absurd, and now I'm just like she's very good. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will make room for it. I think I will yeah. find a way. She's a good. One. I will find a way, and I will have right. you like a butterfly. A wild butterfly. You don't know that song? <laughs> no. You are my obsession. Ah, oh, that one. What okay. do you want me to do to make you sleep with me? Yeah, so it's like you listen to that song as a little kid and you just have no idea what you're saying. Then you listen to it as an adult and you're like, oh my god, this is like the biggest stalker, oh. creepiest song I've ever heard in my life. Well, it's like the one uh, by the police. The Every Breath You Take. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll be watching you. Like, that's oh, like, my god. Yeah. <laughs> It's like what? Every do, move do you have vigilance you and make, plus one? Every yeah. breath you take, I'll be watching you. It's kind. Of, it's funny, like when you would when people like play, have that song can, playing. Can't at you weddings. see that you belong to me? Oh, really? Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like no. 
Like, you hear that song being played at, like, weddings or something. It's like, n- no, just no. Yeah, that's one, that's one of the ones you listen to, you listen to words, and you're like, oh. I, uh, yeah, we weren't really paying enough attention as a kid. No. They were. <laughs> we weren't really paying attention. All right. Uh, I also, I also like, before we get out of the uh, multicolor cards, I love the Gitrod Monster. Oh, yeah, that card's sweet. I, I like it better than all the other, like, green-red fives we've tried over the years of just, like, all these, like, green-red value fives, like, hard to kill, hard to do this. It's just, like, one, it's a legendary frog horror. Let's just start off by saying yeah. that. Yeah, oh, Golgari ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, what did I say? Oh, yeah. You said green-red, oh, I think. Green-black. Uh, whatever. We all know. We know so, what you mean. Uh, you know, because we've had like Nath of the Guilt Leaf, yeah, Spirit Monger was like the OG. You know, yeah. green, so... green, black five. You know. Yeah. Uh, what's the the one that came from Shards of Alara block? Oh man, Lord, Lord of, of Extinction, Extinction. I think. Like all these, yeah. this, this, this like long and storied history of these of these uh, Golgari fives. I'm like, oh, this one's awesome. Oh, this one's awesome. I'm pretty sure this one's actually awesome. Yeah. It's a nice, it's like, uh, it requires some effort and like build arounding, but it's good. Except for, I don't know how much building around you need. It's a 6-6 six, six death touch for five. Yeah, you have to sack a land, but you're drawing an extra yeah. card a turn. You're, Which will draw you into more lands. You can play multiple lands a turn now because of this one. Like you can play you yeah. know, an additional land each turn. And whenever you put stuff into your graveyard, you, you know, you draw a card. So it's just like, sack a fetch land. Ooh, draw a card. I will draw another. You know, oh, look, I milled myself and, and did this. And ooh, let me draw some cards. Mm-hmm. Hey, my sin prodder put this, put this land in the graveyard. I'll draw a card. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's like, that's like super jund. That's like. Here's more value. Yeah, just like value jund. I mean, that's what jund is anyway, right? I mean, the rock used to be the value deck. Now it's just jund. It feels like jund and abzan are what Golgari should be. Right. Well, they're just natural you know? extensions, right? Because, I mean, they both have Golgari yeah. in them. Yeah, it feels like that's... Even like Solta, yeah, it feels like a lot of the other... <laughs> adding the other colors actually makes it what it is. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know, it's like adding salt... You know, it makes it taste more like itself. You add salt to potatoes, and it makes makes it taste more like mm. it should. Add salt to watermelon, and it makes it taste more like watermelon. Yeah, yeah. Well, salt and watermelon's amazing. Yeah, that, that was one of those things that was the strangest thing ever to me when I was a little kid. Like, why would I do this? And then I did it. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, what? that's why. <laughs> what have I discovered? What what sort yeah. of sorcery is this? Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And then I forgot about it for years, and then, like, fairly recently, I'm like, oh, I kind of remember putting salt in my watermelon. Let me try that. Oh, my God, what have I been doing? I know. <laughs> why, why have I forsaken you? Now, now you know. Oh, God. All right. Uh, I guess the, the, the we can talk about the lands, too. So uh, Westvale Abbey that turns into Orenthal. Yeah, Westvale Tabby. Westvale Tabby that turns into Orenthal James Simpson. There you go. <laughs> wow. Yeah, every time I see Ormenthal, I just think Orenthal. Nice. <laughs> I can't I can't unsee Orenthal every time I see it. 
That's funny. Wow. Wow. That's wow. That's funny. I can't help it. Except for you have to sacrifice. You don't. You have to sacrifice five humans instead. Instead of, instead two. of two. Instead of two. <laughs> wow. Man, that's that's good. That's dark. Sorry, that's man. good. I can't help it. No, I I can't. Com- I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a fan of gallows. Gallows humor. Yeah, I, oh, it, it, it is. It, it yeah, is gallows good. humor. That's for sure. So, uh, I, I, again, I, if you're, I like lands. Yeah, lands are and great. This one turns into something absurd and actually has a spell ability. It's not the most effective spell ability of you know six mana and a life for a one one, but hey, at least it doesn't yeah. do nothing, right? It's like a very expensive dude yes. ranch. Very, very, like, very expensive. expensive. Very. But hey, like I have, I said, at least it does something, right? And it's just this land, and if you can take the the, the colorless land in your in your deck, then you know maybe we can you can do something else, or or maybe if you're still playing things like Marshall Coup, or you know you're cycling for soldier tokens at the end of your turn, or whatever that might be, you're just like holding in hand, and you're like, okay, they like they start the, right, you're like end of turn cycle, like make five one ones, and they're like you're like untap. And they're like, okay, take five. And you're like, give them the Dikembe Mutombo finger again. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> Westvale Abbey. Oh. Yeah, take take my nine. Maybe, I bet you that was the nine that I was thinking of earlier. Yeah, probably. He, he is a nine-seven. Yeah. That had to be what I was thinking about. You're right. The thing in the ice is a seven-eight. Yeah. But, yeah, nine-seven. There you go. That's, that's yeah, what, I, what I was thinking about. I did see somebody, he had a 3-0 deck, and I, th- I posted in the article, um, he had that. He had uh, Westvale, Westvale Abbey, and Secure the Waste. <laughs> and I saw him go like end of turn, make like six dudes, and then just like sacrifice them all to Ormond, you know, uh, to to the Abbey, and like attack for nine. And like, oh, yeah, that's that's, that's it. That's that, game. That's the like, thing. I was just like, I like laughing because I mean, this is me. That's what I do. But I was just like, cheese. That's funny. Yeah, this card. I think this card's great. I, I'm feeling it's uh, not as good as it is in constructed, where there's like no cost to playing sure. it really. But it's still really good. Yeah, I dig it. And like I said, I, I'm, I'm yeah, always, I, you know, we haven't gotten. Granted, we've gotten some. The we have to finish our cycle of enemy man lands or whatever. But I am always a sucker for a spell land. Yeah. So. Yeah, because those are, I mean, it doesn't really cost you anything other than, like... A colorless it, source. Like, Yeah, and that's it. Which is not necessarily a drawback with cards like Mirror Pool and whatever, if that's something you or want right, to have in your deck. Here. I mean, Thought Not Seer is fine yeah. in everybody's deck, right? As long as you can cast it. Yeah, as long as you can cast it not on turn, like... Even if you cast it on turn, like, a billion, that's still fine. Like, what's your card? That's cool. Getcha. Yeah, this card's, yeah. But I've really liked it. It just does a lot. Which is all you really want. You mm-hmm. do a lot. And the uh, Shadowlands, you know what? They're Frog. fine. They're fine. Play them. But they're so far down the list because lands are awesome. And they're just so far down the list behind, you know, the ABU duels and the Shocklands and the Fetchlands and, and the Filterlands. And, the, you know, there's there's just like this endless, endless... uh 
endless ranks of the land. Yeah. Endless, ooh, and endless I, uh, ranks of the deed. Ooh, deed, like it's oh, deed. Like, oh, ooh, you like that? Oh, there mm-hmm. you go. Mm-hmm. I like it. What is, uh, because I don't have the page open, those Shadowlands, they're only allied, right? Correct. <laughs> yeah, it's another one of those stupid cycles that's just allied, like the, whatever, the fast land. The fast lands are pretty significantly better than these, I'd say. Probably? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. you can put them into play later on and have them be untapped. Yeah. But they're still certainly not embarrassing. They're certainly cards that are real cards. And you could play yeah. them, and they could be a, a an alternative to other lands that you can't afford or that you don't want to proxy or whatever. They're perfectly reasonable. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the, the, what's his name lands, the enemy lands are uncommon and come into play tapped. Oh, wow. Huh. So the allied lands come in there are the, are the, uh, are the rare lands and the, uh, and the uh, enemy lands are the uncommon come into play tapped lands. So they're like guild gates essentially. Yes. That's correct. That's exactly what they are. Except for they're, they don't uh, have that type, so you can't drag it to maze them. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Boo. I guess they want to, like, in standard, they want to dial back lands, mm-hmm. especially since they've become, like, I'm going to play five-color control. I'm going to play four-color. Wow, I'm such a well, genius. Well, and the thing is that <laughs> these lands actually just already exist in the format. Yeah. Because they're all in uh, Dragons of Tark here. As commons, right? Oh yeah, right. Yeah, I think so. I I think are there uncommons? I I don't. Regardless, know. I don't... The, the come into play tapped ten different color combinations are already yeah. in the format, okay. and right, and you know, the, it, it could be a plant for the you know two rotations from now. Probably. So that way they're they're still around, but anyway. Shrug shrug yeah, out of time. I mean, but the rare lands are fine. You can if you need more lands, if you want more color lands that are that are pretty good. They're pretty good. They're just way down the they're yeah. just way down the depth chart. That's all. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah. Shrug. As you say that, I happened to open a box of cards and found my uh, stack of all of the cons. Oh, the game lands. You know, the scoured barons and rugged highlands and. Yeah, I was so happy when those came out for Popper Cube. Speaking of which, I've been putting a lot of putting a lot of mental calories towards that lately. That's good. Towards my popper cube. Oh, wait, yeah, wait, wait. Really no, they're happy. not in Dragons. They're in Fate. That's right. Yeah, Fate that's right and Cons. They are. They're, yeah. they're not in the, the most recent set. Yeah, because it was supposed to be like Cons in like Fate. They were supposed to show like the parallel universe. Like the like the black-white ones got a bunch of skulls. And like in Fate Reforged has like this castle right, or whatever. Right, it's got the tomb or whatever on it. Yeah. yeah and there's like some other ones. There's like... Here's a, here's a bunch of trees. Here's a different looking tree. It's like cool. That okay. I don't know. Yeah, I um, like when I saw Thraben Inspector spoiled for Popper Cube, I was like, yes, dude. It's like Affinity, and it's like an actual one drop, and it's cool. But yeah, I yeah, that that cube's been an interesting hmm. draft. Yeah, one of these days I'm gonna like put more stuff about it, but I think I'm gonna update Cube Tutor mm-hmm. with it. But we've been trying to do some drafts with that every month, but lately numbers have been sure. down. But, you know, hopefully that'll get back up. Knock on 
Wood. Is that a get it up joke? Numbers go back up. Knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> a very, very adult teens comment you made there. There you go. Like uh, like the Falcon Wrath. Falcon Wrath. I know, right? Wow. Yeah, I think that covers the set. Like, there's a lot of good stuff mm-hmm. in the set. And that's generally the impression I've gotten from people. And you know, even if you know somebody. I think this gives, like, a real good reason to, like, I feel like some people, I don't know how many, but, you know, they've, like, dumped black aggro because, I don't know, whatever, because reasons. And, like, these two drops definitely give a good reason to maybe try it back out if you've Mm -hmm. dumped it. Like, they, they're not just, like, serviceable, like, here's a... Right, you you don't have to run any more, like, Callistra Highborns or whatever, or, uh... The the two one flyer for two that can't block. Yeah, yeah, vampire in rope or right. whatever. Yeah, and there's even an upgrade on that in the set where you can make dudes haste for red with that right. that guy. Yeah, like whatever, like shrug. But like relentless deads pushed, like asylum visitors pushed. Mm-hmm. Like these cards are definitely really good. They're not just like yeah, here's a here's a. Uh, filler dude these are actually really good so I don't know if if you've dumped black aggro that's some reasons to try it back right. out I want some more I want some more good one drops but you know these twos are good mm-hmm. so whatever eventually though they might make more I don't know here's my thumbs up can't see it because the thumbs up it's a podcast and it's not a video podcast. Exactly. Yeah, I dig it. I think it's a. I think it's a good set. I think there's a lot of stuff to be had, and I think a lot of the cards play more powerfully than they read. Yeah, like tireless tracker. I remember thinking like this card. This card seems good. I like it. And then seeing it in play for the first time, I was like, ugh. I was like, I, I was like, this card's stupid. <laughs> like, ah. Uh. Right. Like you're doing what, and you get to do what now, and it's bigger. Yeah. Like what. Yeah, you get to do this and this, and it gets bigger, and you get to draw cards, mm-hmm. and you get... I think this is stupid. Yeah, like, I think we talked about that happening with Elish Norn, where we're like, this card sucks, and then at the pre-release, I was like, wait a minute, this right. nope. <laughs> it's Nope, nope, like... wait. <laughs> this card's real dumb. This card is actually just absurd. So... All right, well, uh, I, I think that about wraps it up for our, our second attempt here. Um, there we go. Is there anything you you want to point people towards your article here real quick again? Uh, yeah, it should be. I, I would assume it's going to be, unless, yeah, because I assume this is going to go up after the article goes up. It's on Gathering Magic. In theory, I'm going to start writing more articles. In reality, probably not. <laughs> My articles are on Gathering Magic. That's like a running joke. I was like, I'm going to update the blog. Plug for the blog, I'd rather be cubing.wordpress.com. I was like, I'm going to put weekly cube updates because I make cube updates on the fly all the mm-hmm. time. So I'm going to update Cube Tutor and the blog about it. It's going to be all constant so I don't get caught up in these lags. Right. And it's like, oh, nope, sorry. Not <laughs> it's just it's running gag. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. That happens. I remember, I, I don't know if it was this summer. This past summer, I, I, the year has kind of gone by so quickly for me. Uh, I, I started to update my cube tutor list. I'm like, oh man, this is really outdated. I better work on this. 
it, it's been so long ago now. I can't remember how long it was ago that I was working on it. So you know, yeah. while I, I update my, uh, my my paper cube, it's it's hard for me to always remember to update my digital copies. So hopefully, with uh, some additional yeah. time this summer, we can uh, catch up on that and you know see what happens. So uh, you can find Usman at at Usman the Rat on Twitter. You can find me right. at Anthony42 on Twitter. Uh, come and talk to us. Let us know what you think of the show. Uh, come up with ideas for, you know, I'm sure, you know, we, we've mentioned a few things during the show, like, huh, I wonder if, please let us know. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and also, uh, this, this recording actually worked. Like, I've been yay. watching it like a hawk and it's actually been recording. Yeah, no, no kidding. Yay. <laughs> Yeah, I've been, I was pretty excited about that. That's good. Good stuff. All right, man. Well, I, I, I think there's only one thing left to do. That's true. Rock over London. Rock on Chicago. Shadows over Innistrad. Unravel the madness. Yeah. It's not terrible. Um, madness. It's right there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's not bad. I mean, bad. there's madness. There's delirium. Yeah, I don't know if they can make a I mean, you would be crazy, too, if you started seeing tentacles squirt out of things. Uh-oh. The drown yard. What do we do now? <laughs> Have an epiphany? There's a sword. There's a sword coming out at me who looks like he's from some bad 1990s computer game. Oh, no. That art, that art is so bad. Yeah. Okay, maybe it's, it's not, uh, it's, it's not ideal. It's a shrug out of ten. It's no grotesque mutation, however. Which is that? So one? grotesque mutation is the one with the guy's hand. It's like the pair of gloves, and one of the gloves. Is oh, that off, one. And the hand is like part tentacle, part mouth in the hand, part. It is. Whew. The thing I think is interesting about that art is that because you don't see the person's face. You think, is it an, a piece of art where the person is aware that they have this weird, like, thing in their hand and they're wearing a glove yes. to cover it and it's, like, a part of their life? Or if they are taking it off and they notice it for the first time and they're freaking out? See, I feel like they're wearing gloves because they're covering it up. I, I, I relate it to, like, Frozen. Yeah. That's what I think, too. But, I mean, I thought that could be a thing, too, where they're just noticing it. And they're I mean, it. I would think you would notice pretty quickly, even with the gloves on, that your hand has a giant mouth in the middle of it. Well, unless it's, like, something really sudden. It's just, like, now your hand is... <laughs> right. The hand, that hand would not be able to clap by itself. Or if you tried to clap both oh, no. hands, it would probably eat your other hand. I'm, I'm, I flink. I, I also, by the way, real quickly, I'm also a big fan. I, I'm very amused by the indulgent aristocrat artwork because it's got, like, the champagne fountain, but it's blood. Oh, yeah. Kind of yeah. amused by that a little bit. I feel like that card would be really good in cube if it didn't cost two mana to activate. It'd be like a carrying fear, mm-hmm. but two mana. Come on, man. It's got lifelink. Yeah. And it gets that bigger. Is. How big can it be? Uh, plus and plus. <laughs> it can be a 1-1. One, one. But, oh well. All right. Yeah. <laughs> on, on that, that note. note. On, on that nice downward note there. Oh. I don't think it was a down note. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening, and... uh We'll see you all next time. And just remember, 9 plus 4 equals 13. Yes. Yes, there you go. Now it's scary. Woo! 13! <laughs>
<laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm done. Okay. I'm hanging okay. up on you. Oh, no. Okay. All right.